Time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, Star Wars. <laughs> it is a period of civil war. Rebel spaceships striking from a hidden base have won their first victory against the evil Galactic Empire. During the battle, rebel spies managed to steal secret plans to the Empire's ultimate weapon, the Death Star, and space station with enough power to destroy an entire planet. I do have enough time. Pursued by the Empire's sinister agents, Princess Leia races home aboard her starship, custodian of the stolen plans that can save her people and restore freedom to the galaxy. That was gorgeous. Gorgeous. I didn't realize it said that in the beginning because that bitch fails. <laughs> what, Leia? <laughs> It's the start of the journey to bring peace to the galaxy. Well, she definitely fails to uh, save her people. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the main planet she's from, that's very true. Um, You asked me, do I have enough time during that? Mm -hmm. Not only did you have enough time, but you were fucking dead on with the scroll the whole time. Because I was playing the YouTube video for those that don't know, which is all of you that are listening. And I was watching the scroll go along. And as you were saying it, the line was up. It was fucking <laughs> perfect. But I will say it's not from the original movie. It's somebody's like their digitized version of it. You know what I mean? Like they didn't want to get flagged. Oh. So they did their own like, it's easy to make that scroll. Get a space background. Get some angles going on your yellow font. And go up. Up, 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 and away. Up and away. It's a beautiful day. Welcome to Couple of Critics Podcast. I am also known as Michelle, but mostly known as, uh, hey, bitch. Hey, bitch. Hey, hey, bitch. And I am mostly known as, pretty much only known as, Sam. 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 Some people know my real last name. Some don't. Depends who you are uh, on the internet. Do people think it's Poe? Because uh, you're one of those people who do first and middle names. What a teenage girl you are. I did it because... <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can't argue. I did it because everyone that would meet me would be like, Sam... Uh, Sam... Now that's the worst thing I got out of this. Uh, is the, the most Nazi-sounding last name you could possibly have besides Hitler. It's very, very German. Eisert! Uh, yeah, Eisert. Uh, so that's mostly why I did it, because people can read Poe a lot easier. And around here I get, are you Sam Roland? That's what I've been getting lately. Oh, because you're driving the... Driving the yeah, Roland graphics van. Sam so, Roland. They were like, I thought you were Sam Roland, and I went, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, you're a side chick, and you <laughs> he married both of you somehow. Yeah. So now you're Sam Roland. I'm taking him for all he's got, too. And I'm still Michelle Eisert, so I just still have this terrible German last name. I went from kind of like a German-Scottish last name. And one that people can easily read and spell. Mm-hmm. And uh, so much they put it on appliances and... Uh, and my favorite line musical, of guitars. Yes, instruments and things. Um, to a, a one that I have to say, Eisert with an E. <laughs> And an I and an S and an E-R-T. Give me a break. 
Kick, give me a break. That's I tried to go cheerleader with it, but instead I just sang the Kit Kat theme song. Break me off a piece of that Easter Bunny Bye. We're recording Easter this on bye. Easter. You're gonna hear this a bit after that's Easter, right. but that's what happens. It's a fucking beautiful day it's outside. Today. Extremely beautiful. It's a gorgeous day for the Lord to just move that rock to the side and come on out of that that little cave. That's what happened, right? You know, do, do you see blasphemous memes around this time of year? Slightly, but we seek out different things. So one that I see a lot. Um, well, I see a, a lot of them, but so they're not as uh, they don't hit quite as hard for me. Um, but there's the I think my favorite that's just like very simplistic and not really that offensive. Well, uh is that he was inconvenienced for your sins because he was only dead for a short amount of time and came back to life and then went back to heaven. Inconvenienced? The man had things driven through his body. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit more than an inconvenience. Imagine your dad doing that to you, too. It wasn't a good time. I just imagined it, and it wasn't a good time. No, it's horrifying. Is my dad like... An omnipotent, that's not the word I'm looking for. Omnipotent? Omnipotent being, or is it literally my dad just like with nails in his hand driving him with a hammer? Uh, well, it's definitely not literally your dad, okay. because it's literally like the the people in control. The guards, The man. town, the government, um, a, a public lashing. Do you want me to kill Jesus or Barabbas? You remember that from that movie that Melly Gibson made? I don't remember that movie very much. I just remember that it was gruesome. I had never heard of this Barabbas character, mostly because I've never read the Bible. And the only thing I know about Jesus is from Jesus Christ Superstar and pictures I've seen. Uh, But I found out that there was a guy, according to the Bible, that he was like, look, we can either crucify or kill this murderer, known murderer right here named Barabbas. Or we're gonna kill this Jesus guy, and everybody was Who like, says that he's the son of God." And, and everybody's that's literally like, it. And everybody's like, "Kill Jesus! Kill Jesus!" And that Barabbas guy's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> "It's Easter. Somebody's walking by too." <laughs> it's fucking Easter. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a new uh, front storm door. And you have the option of, because it's, it's not a self-storage <laughs> door, which is something that I learned in figuring out how to do this. Yeah, I learned a lot about doors in the past week and a half. What do you got going on there with your microphone? Uh, Spider? Oh, like there was a gnat or some oh. shit. I don't know why. Uh, anyway, the door is just one big, huge screen at this point. Yes. It's one huge window. The cats are in love with it. Um, so now when, when Sam <laughs> yells, or says things like kill Jesus, and <laughs> cause I am the loud one and we're already loud. People have asked like the lady across the street have asked if we were okay before. And we think it was because we recorded a podcast episode, but you also <laughs> yell a lot jokingly. I just yell a lot. I'm also just loud. I'll be in here like, yeah. well, that doesn't sound like something's wrong. It might, might sound like you're screaming. So it's like a lady screaming. Speaking of screaming, I came to this podcast episode today kicking and screaming because, Sam, what are we reviewing today? We are reviewing and most importantly discussing the original Star Wars. You may know it nowadays as Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, 
But I'm just going to be referring to this movie as Star Wars because that's what it was for a long, long time. How ridiculous to have changed, I mean, uh, basically changed the name uh, because you decided to do all this other stuff. And my God, oh. are there many, many Star Wars things, many uh, branches oh, like content? of the franchise. Oh, and it's blown up in the last handful of years because they like did those... With Disney Plus? Yeah, and they did those three movies where people came back and it seems like ever since then, since Disney's owned it, they're just like milking every single aspect of it. But some of it's good. I've heard some of it's bad. I don't watch it all. I haven't even seen all the movies, especially the side ones where it's like in between the other main movies where they're like, here's the origin of Han Solo. Like, I don't I don't care. I'm not that invested. So, by the way, with Star Wars being such a huge thing, there could potentially be somebody listening to this podcast that has never listened to this podcast because oh. people, this is one of those huge cult following things where people will just be like, it says Star Wars, I have to ingest it. I'm going to let you know right now, we don't know what we're talking about. This will not be fact-ridden. Some of this stuff might be wrong, so don't take it to heart. No, we are not diehard fans, and it's probably going to aggravate you. The entire idea of this podcast is that we are people with typically differing interests, and we provide them with something that they're probably not usually used to i mean sometimes there's all there's overlap there's always overlap but a lot of times we're giving new things to each other i had never seen star wars before this no and you have had I've, never had any interest in star wars I've you've seen never pieces. shown any interest at all. i have no interest interest in uh you know problems in the stars and most things <laughs> fantasy correct like and, and i'm not a big fan of like Unless it's Dragons like Red Shoe and... Diaries, I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a different kind of fantasy. But you like regular dramas. I like like horror and comedy, and you like comedy and stuff. I like comedy, but I most I'm into drama a lot. That's probably what I mostly seek out because I would say that there's a lot of drama, at least in the storytelling of like true crime stuff. And I watch a lot of like documentary stuff too, like during the day when I'm working, stuff that I can listen to. Uh it's a lot of serious stuff. Yes, and I do ingest this Star Wars stuff. I get more fantastical than you. I can watch the Marvel movies, another branch of things that I don't keep up with, and I don't watch every movie. I like Star Wars. I'm not obsessed with it. Like I said, I haven't seen all of it. So, But I was very excited to make you <laughs> finally see something that is like so in the zeitgeist. I plan on doing that to you at some point. I just I I can't do it right after, but I know yeah. that there are there are definitely big movies, and this is something we talked about in the beginning that neither one of us have ever seen that are enormous. I've never seen a Godfather movie in my entire Correct. life. Nope. Uh, there and there are just so many big classic movies that I mean I never would have seen Gone with the Wind unless your mom forced us to watch it in eighth grade. Right on the last day of school, absolutely for no fucking reason. Which is funny because I'm also the type of guy who <clears throat> I've seen like. Every Friday the 13th, more than 20 times. So I've had chances to watch all of these <laughs> movies. I just didn't. Well, and you Sometimes it, things just don't seem very interesting. Even if yeah, you've right. seen other movies, like, for example, I'll throw out Quentin Tarantino because he's one of the most popular directors. And I believe he's one of those movies that you're going to make me watch. Uh, Yeah, probably. Um, but I've not... He's so big, and all of his movies are so well-regarded. I've not seen all of them. 
No, and sometimes you got to be in the mood for like a Quentin Tarantino movie, Mm -hmm. I think. Whereas I'm generally always in the mood for a slasher because it's not heavy investment. It's just fun. They're comedies in their own way. Like slashers are kind of lighthearted as long as they're not like super gory. And even super gory Terrifier and Terrifier 2 it's still like lighthearted and fun I in think a way. There's often like a cheesy. It's not necessarily good humor, but no. I think that that happens a lot in horror no. movies. The worst humor is when they're like, "Oh, like in Jason takes space." That's not what it's called, but that's what I'm calling it right now. And a girl's getting sucked out through the vacuum of space, like through a tiny hole, and she goes, "Oh man, this sucks," and then gets sucked out. I fucking hate that kind of humor in horror wow. movies. What horror movie comedy I do like is when a character is just funny. You know what I mean? Like, you know people in life that are just funny. They, they tell jokes. Say, they just say things differently. Silly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm all about, horror movie comedy. Just make a guy funny. Like uh, in Friday the 13th Part 4 with uh, Crispin Glover. You know what's often funny, though, without being intentionally funny? Neuroses. If you find someone who's just kind of neurotic and weird, Crispin Glover in part four. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I think that comes off as just someone who's kind of unconventional because a lot of people want to be pretty. If you're going to be put in front of a camera, you want to look your best. And some people are like, I know I don't look as good as the people around me. So it's personality. That's why people. Like us, who aren't like <laughs> fucking superstar faces, what? we have to develop. Huh? Shut up. We have to. What? <laughs> we we have people, to rely more on our personality. Don't like spaces between each tooth. They do that you can fit. It's not about your teeth. Business cards. It's about the whole fucking thing. You can fit fucking scissors through those things. <laughs> Some of them, yes. You want me to go get a pair of scissors and try to find out? Oh man, I love that I get to look at my best cat friend. Just uh, <laughs> look at him looking up at the sun and He's his eyes just it. sparkling. He Have, loves it. I mostly got these doors, this door because I'm going to get one for the back as well. For the animals. Yeah, I know. The, you and I, because I'm not stopping it, but you will tweak every part of the house, I think, to assist the animals Accommodate in some them. sort of way. Yeah. Well, it also helps to get good airflow in this house and this house kind of isn't the greatest with airflow i think that's gonna benefit us a lot i like it i didn't like it at first because people can see but then i realized a nothing really happens in this front room we're not really doing anything that matters anyway i just don't really like people seeing me all the time anything i mean we hang out in the back of the house always hang out in the back of the house you just be be cautious when you walk by i guess then i thought well, if you're like going to see me walk naked maybe from the bathroom down the hallway to that room, if you saw me, that's your own fucking fault for looking that deep into my goddamn house. Yeah, you'd have to really be looking in <laughs> yes! to see something yeah. versus just catching a glimpse so of something. fuck off. <laughs> well, we did find out that the neighbor across the street is looking at the cats. And yeah, she, she loves it. She thanked Sam for putting the door in <laughs> because did. now she gets to look at our cats while she goes outside and smokes cigarettes. Yeah, wouldn't you like to see the neighbor's cats all the time, too? Because they're always there. You fucking better believe it. You fucking better believe it. All right, let's get into You want to talk about Star Wars, my dear? <sighs> I mean, not really, but, but we have to have do to. this. We're so have to. let's get this going. All right, this movie came out may 25th 1977 here's some facts that are factual that i'm getting from wikipedia some this factual is fucking facts. crazy here well because i said we're not going to get facts right but you know this is undisputable stuff 
we, budget. We're just not here to be informationally no. based. We That's the whole thing. We it's not are that reacting we never, how we felt. Yes, but we do try and you know bring things up here and there. We're not yeah. just being assholes about it. And I didn't do a bunch of research on this at all. So here we go. Budget eleven million dollars. Its box office poll to this day is seven hundred and seventy-five point eight million dollars. Wow, that is a fucking huge million. That's huge it? success. It's Not, original box office. Oh, this movie. I was thinking yeah. Star Wars. No, no, entirely. no, 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 no. Oh. No, no, no. That's why I was like, million does not seem right. They're making more than a fucking billion on just the toys. Jesus Christ. Billions. I need some water in my mouth. Get it down the throat so you can talk. So you can talk about Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill and... Okay. First of all, I would like to talk about my history with Star Wars. Well... Carrie Fisher as well. I want to get that out. Oh, yeah. And we'll go. I'd like to just go by characters and talk about what you thought of them and stuff like that. Because we're not going to fucking tell you how the movie went really either. It's not our goal here. No, there's just, I mean, there's conflict in the stars. There's conflict in the stars. And you can hear things, which I don't think is very accurate to what things would be like in space. You hear all the pew, pew, pews and the flying. You hear those like inside the space station. So, okay, so then, okay, so I want to ask this then. Okay. I know that this is. I got answers for you, maybe. I know this is kind of jumping forward. <laughs> That's fine, go But ahead. if we're not doing anything in some chronological no, order. No, I'm fine then, with it, let's talk. And I'm talking about how there's suddenly sound in space. And you took notes too, which so whatever Which is inaccurate. Um, the screaming fighter jet ships yeah! sound like absolute fucking hor- horror. They're like, <gasps> Like when they go by those fucking like spidery looking ship things, yeah. I don't know that look like satellites. Uh, I don't know either. It's like something like a Tie Fighter. This is where we're gonna piss Star Wars people off. I don't give a shit. Did you mean like it was like it sounds bad to your ear? Or it sounds scary. No, it has a scary sound, but it's also like loud and intense. And I'm pretty sure that there's not sound in space for the most part. Well, I'm also pretty sure that this is a movie and no, it'd be no, no, quite no, no, boring no, 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 to no, not no. hear the explosion no. that you just saw on no. screen. This is um, factually accurate because <laughs> I was told that this happened a long time a long ago, time ago somewhere else. <laughs> and if it's in a different galaxy, I assume galaxies adhere to their own sets of rules. I don't know. I think physics goes through everywhere. But everyone seems like they're breathing oxygen and uh, things and have to do things that are pretty similar to what it's like to live on Earth. Yeah. So they still seem to be of the human species, except, I mean, for the most part, the main characters, of course. Yeah, the main characters. They're definitely white humans. Uh-huh. Well, duh. <laughs> I was going to say. It is 1977. <laughs> true, true. There's no, there's no need for a mammy in space. Gee. <laughs> Later, they, like, make it a point. To put people of color in different race in the Star Wars world, like especially when the new ones started coming out, um, yeah. and I remember like morons who give a shit about that stuff. Like, it's okay to give a shit about it. Like, hey, let's represent some people. But it boggles my mind when people are like, "Oh, PC Hollywood got to shove a black guy in my face in space, face in space." Face I like in that. Space. And you're just like, dude, why does it make you so mad? They're doing this so that like some little black kid can be like. Oh, people, someone looks like me can do this, too. It's 
representation goes further than people pretend that it does. I don't know why people don't think they're like, oh, trying to shove this in my face. It's like inclusions like there's nothing wrong with it. They're not telling you that you have to be something different than who you are. And I think that is actually means you're rooted in a mentality of us and them Mm -hmm, because then you're going like well i gotta see this thing i don't know how to explain it correctly but in my mind then it just makes you like yeah you've been getting you've been getting that treatment for years and you don't even realize it it's been going on for so long now that you just think that's the normal thing Mm -hmm. when it's really people were just knocked down for so many years and not even allowed in certain parts of the industry Unless they were entertaining, and even then they didn't really get to higher positions of power, and they were usually mocked and screened. So now we're finally catching up. (laughs) So now let other people have their time. People live in their comfort bubbles, and they just, if anything happens that looks different, it freaks them out and makes them feel like they're being attacked, which is really fucking self-absorbed like (laughs) excruciatingly self-absorbed and and, and forget how long they've been being treated on a higher pedestal so now they just think that's normal oh my god everyone's not looking at just me anymore (laughs) oh my god (laughs) i'm freaking out look at this by the way look at that's how i did the entrance i made it yellow i saw that it was yellow i like that you're really adhering to the role i also like that you're wearing a uh, rules baby a a hoodie today that Uh, kind of ooh. did you just just eat that microphone i just licked it uh it kind of looks a little jedi or darth uh Mm -hmm. like a darth what the fuck am i looking for darth maul no a martin maul a sith lord yes martin (laughs) maul (laughs) a sith lord my dear speaking of darth maul i was gonna say my intro to the whole star wars world and how i'm getting into this is i'm a kid i don't remember exactly how old because i don't remember when the movie came out when like the rebirth episode one is Mm -hmm. coming out so it's coming out when i'm in middle school it's hitting me just in time to be like oh here's my star wars movie and it made everyone at that time because they re-released those films in theater and i went to see all of them at the gibson theater okay the original first three episode four five and six now what it's my theater oh yeah it was your theater the michelle gibson theater uh, so I'm, that's when I'm getting into Star Wars. I had like the double-sided lightsaber. I know that sounded a little weird as it started. We also now own a double-sided <laughs> lightsaber. We're a fun couple. <laughs> Just kidding. It's it's even it's a Sith Lord one too, so it's red. You guys are Sith. I'm totally into the Sith. You know I always like villains, so I'm totally going to the Sith. Do you even know what that means? I don't give a shit, but no, I don't. <laughs> Darth Vader is the Sith. When you go to the dark side and you're like... Of the moon. Uh, yeah. When you're a Jedi and you choose the dark side instead, you become part of the Sith. The Sith is like the dark side. The emperor who's in charge of all this, like the empire, he's empire. a Sith. He's a Sith Lord. Darth Vader is a Sith Lord. Now, Michelle, there can only be two Sith Lords at a time. So that's just the only two. So Vader point. and Maul? No. Maul comes earlier in the story. Maul's, well, he's not technically dead, but Maul is in the first movie only. And Darth Vader does not exist yet in the first movie because he's just young Anakin Skywalker. Was he mauled to death, Vader? <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. Darth Maul was cut in half, Michelle, by Qui-Gon Jinn. No, by Obi-Wan. By Ewan McGregor. Obi-Wan. 
Obi-Wan. Um, <laughs> so you said something about going through the characters. Yeah, I mean, I think that'd be a good way to go about this. I mean, the first character we get to really meet is, uh, is C-3PO and R2-D2, oh. which are... Oh, we have a cheeky little C-3PO, now, don't we? Yeah, we do. Now, this movie is, and you realize, way more built toward, built more towards kids then I think even some people remember that are fans of this movie, including myself, every time I watch the first one, I'm like, oh, yeah, this was really towards kids. But C-3PO and R2-D2 are like the kids' characters. Okay. Okay. So, like, you can tell that they're like the comedic relief at points. They're the bumbling idiots that kind of, like, accidentally save the day at they're points. They're silly. But R2-D2 is, like, actually smart. You, if you pick up on He's that... He's a computer. It's a computer, but he like knows what's going on. Wait, we're talking about R2. Yeah, R2. The one that just makes noises, but doesn't actually say words, so how the fuck do you know if he's smart or not? Because he's the one that propels everything. He's the one that's holding the plans of the Death Star. Oh. He's the one that has... The one who's propelled by his own penis. What? He has a bunch of stuff that comes out of his body? R2-D2. Oh, his third leg in the front? Yeah, his third leg that comes down right in the middle. He's like, oh, I gotta move. I need my dick. Uh, I wonder how many people have thought about that of being this. Well, third, come on, of being his cockwheel. I have the brain of like a fourteen-year-old boy, <laughs> so if this is geared towards children, I am not the only one thinking that R two, Mister D two, <laughs> is uh, using his old wang to get from here to there. And C three PO is not packing. I mean, you can see everything there. There's no big bulge going on there. No, but there are times when um, at certain angles. That uh, he's got quite a nice little tuckus on Yeah, him. I know. I was going to say, but he's he does nice have a nice tight little for, ass. for a little robot man. <laughs> I'm looking at you, C-3PO. I don't remember C-3PO. Oh, so one thing I think is interesting, yeah. speaking about C-3PO, and that there is that attack uh, in the beginning, he has like gun, he has bullet wounds or laser wounds because they don't use bullets True. in his chest. And it looks like he has bled. Maybe it's out. oil. Oil can. Oil is my blood. Remember that Dane oh, Cook bit? Oh, yeah, I sure do. <laughs> when Dane Cook was still like, I thought he was funny. And who knows? Maybe that stuff is still funny. It might be. It's just, I think there it's was just... an un reasonable oversaturation of Dane Cook that I think made people maybe even push back on yeah. comedy for oh, a little bit like his general? kind of comedy Damn. his kind of comedy yeah because yeah. it was like are you like Dane Cook I think yeah. are you oh, a hack? man like especially in, yeah in the comedy world for mm-hmm. sure if you were into comedy it's like Dane Cook's a fucking hack but I don't know if he was maybe he was I mean he's no Dave Attell so I think that no. there's a difference between those two styles and i think that a lot of people think more of a david hell when they think of a stand-up comedian maybe i think he would be called more of a true stand-up comedian but sometimes do you think people get labeled hacks because they're more physical what are you looking at precious paul doing something just sleeping sleeping in the sun the The joy that i'm telling you my people who think that uh, emotional support animals are silly have never had a relationship with this cat like i do the amount of joy that just seeing him enjoy life brings me is tremendous and i just uh wanted to you it's know your mental health cat 
You need to get him one of those mental health badges so you can take him everywhere. Absolutely, everywhere. <laughs> he would be the best, I think, going anywhere. Anthony Daniels, Michelle, played C-3PO. Well, that ass is appealing at times. Well, And I think he has played C-3PO in every decade since Star Wars came out. So he's fucking old as hell at this point? Yes, he is old as hell. And he's I think the, uh, one of the other people that holds that, uh, as the same character, has acted in each decade as that character. And I think... One of the other people that's done that is Jamie Lee Curtis with Laurie Strode since the seventies. Ah, go Laurie, it's your birthday. Did this come out in seventy seven? I think Halloween came out in seventy seven too. It oh. did come out in seventy seven. Interesting. So um, we are talking about. Oh yeah, I don't have anything really much to say. Other, uh, I have no real opinion on R two D two. I will say that. Do you do you, out of the two? Do you prefer C three PO just because he talks? Or do you care at all about them? Were they annoying to you? No, they weren't. But I did at one point put R2 and Gold Bitch are dumb cut-ups because I think that... <laughs> gold Bitch! <laughs> I think it because I couldn't think Chris of... Chris from Thousand Pound Scissors. <laughs> gold Bitch! I couldn't think of... Uh, um, 3PO? 3PO's name C-3PO? at the time, so it was just Gold Bitch. You, you call him 3PO when he's your buddy. Why well, call him C? Because we are on strict. Because uh, <laughs> you think he's a cunt. We're on Ooh. business terms only. Um, but yeah, I just don't really have much an opinion. I guess I think that they're fine. Well, chronologically in the movie, this is when we get to meet. Well, we get to see <clears throat> Princess Leia for we a do. little bit. But actually, the next person we really get oh, a good thing of is my main fucking man, which I think carries the entire Star Wars story and anytime he's not involved I lose a fuck ton of interest oh. and that man is Darth Vader that's not who I expected really who do you think I was gonna say I guess I always assumed that Darth Vader was involved I thought you were gonna see Mr. Mark Hamill no no you don't you'll see him for a little bit but I I mean I realize Luke Skywalker is like essential in the story but I always prefer villains and Darth Vader is fucking badass. I don't know what it is. There's something about his helmet. There's something about just the way he looks. He looks... He's never been scary to me, but I found out through interviews, like, people that were kids in that era, Darth Vader was fucking scary to them. Uh, It seems like a a movie like Star Wars, I would imagine that Darth Vader was maybe the centralized idea behind it. You think he was like one of the first characters to think of, maybe? That would be my thought process. So I feel like <clears throat> that Hi, there's... Oliver. Now he's going to check out the... We've got four cats in this house, if you don't know, and two of them are about to sunbathe. In front of the door. Um, God, what was I fucking... So we're talking about Darth Vader. He's being scary to kids. Oh, it seems like him being a more centralized character that they maybe put more time into his character so i feel like that happens a lot with movies where you have a a villain as kind of the main thing there's like a main bad guy all of like the most of the character building is into them so i think it makes sense to enjoy the bad guy Mm -hmm. because he is made up to be more appealing than just i'm the good guy and i'm gonna save the day especially in this movie because we'll talk about it a little bit more but luke skywalker is such a pie-eyed Little like, oh, my, 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 in this one. So like, it really he contrasts truly Darth Vader. Really is just like a <clears throat> go get him, like a whiny little bitch almost sometimes too. Like, oh, why? Go to Tashi Station. But 
fucking Darth Vader. Like, I feel like the vocal inflection is maybe just to yeah show that he's new at this and to show his age more than I think mature maturity wise, Luke is fine. I think that he just has. Uh, I think he just sounds like a kid. Yeah, and they kind of wanted him to act like an innocent, dumb little kid in this one. Um, which is interesting. You say like main, like obviously the main antagonist in this. Although the guy in charge, as far as you know, is Grand Moff Tarkin in oh this. God. But old skinny skeleton it's face. It's funny because like Darth Vader, you remember him so much from this movie, and he's such a high figure. We've got the fucking helmet on here, and I'm not a huge Star Wars fan, but I saw this fucking Darth Vader helmet at e- or at uh. Goodwill, and I was like, "Gotta have that thing for ten bucks. It's coming home, and I don't want to ever get rid of it. I love it. I almost wanted to like take it and scuff it down and paint it again and make it real like glossy and shiny, but I know I'd just fuck it up again, so I didn't waste my time. Didn't it used to have buttons that you could push and it made sound? Uh, there's a little uh, chest piece that looks like the chest piece he has for his like respirator, I guess you would call it. Okay, so he can breathe. <sighs> that you would press buttons and it would do stuff. But uh, I am <laughs> your uncle who raises you, and I won't be around very long in the movie. Also, <laughs> it puts the lotion on its skin. <laughs> anyway, I was saying it's very interesting that Darth Vader's got like such a big prowess in this. A sexual Which prowess. is funny to say prowess right now, because the guy who played him is named David Prowse. Close, close to. Prowess. Do you think that's why you chose that word? I, it might have been that's accidentally. Probably it probably one. was. <laughs> um, but he's not in this movie that much. It's just when he's in it, it's like big scenes. It's memorable scenes. He like commands the screen. You look at him when he's on the screen. It's a lot like a little guy named Pinhead from the first Hellraiser. He's what everyone fucking remembers. Mm, he's the mm. face of the movie, but he's barely fucking in it. Interesting, because I also have this. I have these notes about Sir Vader that okay. we're discussing. Lay them on me. Uh, Darth Brooks has people do his dirty work. <laughs> then he just struts on through the carnage like, look what I did. So he doesn't really do much. He just tells people <laughs> what to do. Well, they're scared of him. If they don't do what he tells, he's going to fucking force choke him. Sure. And then uh, in reference to what you just said, um, I have the note because he says, come on, we'll tear the come on, we'll tear the ship apart. Oh, Darth Razor. (laughs) You're going to tear that ship apart. Darth Razor. We'll tear your ship apart. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, David Prowse is the guy who played this, and the whole time he thought he was going to have the voice of Darth Vader. That sucks for him. Um, but he has this like real like English accent with like a higher voice, and uh, they were just like, yeah. They made the right choice. It's not very... Oh, James Earl Jones as the voice of Darth Vader is makes amazing. the entire character as well. Like He does look cool, but without that voice and that breathing... He would not be as cool as he is. I could do without the Golden Corral waitress breathing, but <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I'd say she's. I'd say Darth Vader sounded healthier than that Golden Corral waitress. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're being so mean, because she clearly has breathing problems. But I bet she also smokes her like a chimney. 
And then the lady next to us who had her barefoot out and was rubbing it after she was done eating, just staring into a trance. What the fuck is wrong with people? Going to a Golden Corral in the city is fun. <laughs> That's all I can say. Going to a Golden Corral in the city, well, anywhere really, reminds you why you don't go to Golden Corral all the time. You almost need the time to forget what it was like, and then you go back and you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's why I think Beth suggested that we go. because, Well, first of all, it's a great idea to go somewhere where there are options when you have what was, how many fucking people three, was three, it? Six. Six people. You give people different options. They can eat whatever they want. Yeah. Uh, so I love the idea of that. And I've talked about wanting... I miss buffet-style food. Some people think that's super trashy, but uh, have you seen my blood type? I don't know it, but it's definitely... I'm tea for trashing. Tea for trash. Oh, yeah. Uh, one of my favorite foods used to be microwave burritos. I haven't had one in years, but I used to love those fucking things. Um, Did you get off topic there? Mm-hmm. I'm distracting myself. <laughs> but it had to do with being... Oh, and it, I, it was worth it to check it out because I hadn't had Golden Corral in years, but I also won't be going back and will make sure that I forget... Because things looked nice. Things looked pretty. Everything looked good. But flavor-wise, shit just wasn't really there. Yeah. There so. was a couple things. I was like, this is good. And it's one of those deals where this is good at first. And then you start to eat more of it. And you're like, yeah, it's okay. And then by the end of it, you're like, I don't want anything to do with this. I would, we need to leave. I would give Golden Corral uh, four all over the rock and roll cats. I'll agree with your four. As Oliver the Rock and Roll Cat eats something off the floor, I don't know what the fuck That's he was doing. That's probably not food, but uh, who knows? But he found a little, a bit of sunshine, a little spot, and good for him. I'm happy for him. So, uh, we we're familiar with Darth and his his little, uh, you know, um, what's the word, dictator like uh, personality that he has going on. Yeah. Would you like to hear what uh, the I'm voice sure he's of not Darth? People. Would you like to hear the voice that? David Prowse had yes, as I Darth would. Vader. Here you go. Finding the right voice for Darth oh. Vader was another challenge. And action! Lucas had never intended to use the on-set vocal yeah. performance of David Prowse. Start tearing this ship apart piece by piece until you find those tapes. Find the passengers of this vessel. I want them alive! I can still hear David it's, Prowse. It's just not James Earl Jones. I mean, it's... It would have been okay, but mm. compared to James Earl Jones and how iconic that voice became, it's just nothing. I, as someone who knows nothing about it and is just a, a, an outside spectator, I would say that I don't think that this would have been as popular if they didn't have James Earl Jones's voice because that voice is fantastic. Hmm. I just read something interesting about this I didn't know. James Earl Jones is the voice of Darth Vader. I knew this. He was uncredited until 1983. So, like, originally... Uh, oh, so, like, Polly Shore and Goof... The yeah, Goof uh, Troop? Goof movie. But people know goof it's movie. obviously them. Yeah, Goof Troop. Yeah, exactly like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Lucas originally intended for Orson Welles to voice the character after, after dismissing Prowse. However, determining that Welles' voice would be too familiar to audiences, Lucas instead cast then relatively less recognizable Jones. Amazing voice, Which is though. a good move because Orson Welles also does not have the voice that fucking James Earl Jones had. 
or has still to this a motherfucking day. All right. So who's up next? Who's up? Uh, ups, ups next. Do you understand where Darth Vader is in this world of emperor I'm, in like the rebellion? Or he's not in the rebellion. He hates the rebellion. Because the like rebellion the Empire. against him. I yeah. don't fully understand what's happening. Uh, but clearly, there's because I don't really get the force. I know that you've <laughs> explained it, but it's just like a thing that exists that's like a power, but it's not a power. Uh, but you can use it for good or bad, and it sounds like most people use it for good, but there's this really bad guy, and he definitely uses it for bad. But somehow he... And I, <clears throat> I guess I don't understand... The only way when we had a conversation not on this is me equating it to like a medium or a psychic which that is a power that they can have and having some sort of capability where like when he's like he could sense that obi-wan had entered yeah the death star yeah and he could feel i don't did he say a ripple in the force or something like that something like that yeah Uh uh-huh that's it's stuff like that that it it's hard for me to not just think of like a medium. Yeah. But I don't know what it's actually. But I mean, it's obviously its own like made up fucking thing. It's a made up thing, obviously. But it's like the energy Sorry. throughout everything that guides, uh, like fates and guides people to their destination in their life. But it's also it can be manipulated by the people who are in tune with the force. So this didn't show a lot of force powers, but like uh, being a medium and like a fortune seer or whatever you want to call it, just can be a power that's in the force. Now that you can also levitate stuff, you can also eventually shoot like lightning out of your fucking hands and stuff like that. Now that's a dark side kind of thing to shoot lightning that's like a power hands. ranger skill yeah it is exactly like a power <laughs> ranger skill <laughs> but it's like in everything and then later they'd say it's like this you got midi chlorians in your blood and that's like how you're connected to the force so they're like some fans got mad that you're like you're trying to describe with biology the force and we didn't want that but then people don't really care about that anymore it was just at the time that it yeah. came out I guess my a question I was asking, do you understand like what the Empire is and what Darth Vader is working for and what his whole like the whole thing is? Like the Empire is Just talk about it. Just tell it's me. It's just taken over the galaxy. They're like a dictatorship. Okay. They're ruling everyone. If you don't do what they tell you to do, they're gonna come in and use force. So do the people that he works with actually do they really believe it or are they just uh are they just like hired? Do by they believe him? in the empire and what he is doing? Or are they pretty much just controlled by him because he needs people to do it for him? The, the higher ups like grand Moff Tarkin and like the generals that you see in skeleton there. face. Yes. Skeleton face, Peter Cushing. Um, he didn't need some Cushing in that face. <laughs> <laughs> he, I think he, I love character actors that have like such a stark, memorable face like Peter Cushing. I fucking love Not it. Not just him. That's something that also came up while watching this movie. A lot of character actor faces. There, oh man, there is something about not choosing people for their looks for roles and just choosing people to have, I don't know, just strong faces. In a way, they are choosing them for their looks because they're interesting looking. They're I not guess. just gorgeous and pretty to look at. They're like, 
what the fuck is going on there? Look oh. at that guy. <laughs> look at his stupid fucking haircut. <laughs> yeah. Why does it look like that? That, that guy in, the, in the general hair. room that's like, we must do this, Mr. Bowen. He's got like a bowl cut straight oh, across. Oh, it's horrendous. <laughs> but then they're just a lot of strong-faced love it. people. I love it. And I also really like that. I liked it about older movies because yes. now I think everything exactly is just, say. I think pretty trumps everything nowadays. I know. That's a, yep. And I it hate it. sucks. Except for like, a few and some of those few now seem like they're grandfathered in like you would say Steve Buscemi but he's grandfathered in but now. it's also yeah but it's also not even necessarily talking about people who are ugly people who just look different people who just had really yeah. strong features where now they just kind of expect people to have look almost the same as each other to be a similar yeah to be aesthetically pleasing yeah, where go, if go, go someone's your, go get your lips filled go get your cheeks filled or that poor Bella Both. Ramsey who's on uh who was on Game of Thrones and she's on The Last of Us which I watched the first season of eh. and uh but I like her a lot and she just isn't your typical like Hollywood face and people were not happy when she took on the role of this because they're like she has a square head and we don't like how she looks and just oh, like fuck off. ripping how this does girl she apart. Act? Does Great. she engage your emotions? And I showed you that picture of her, and she's like adorable in like a kid sort of way. Oh, is that girl? And I was like, what are people talking What the fuck are you talking about? Uh-huh. People just are just people are so just nasty. fucking rude and nasty. And it's because. And sh- most of them are fucking mongoloids. And they're just wrong. <laughs> like, beauty is also subjective. So shut the fuck up. There's no right and wrong beauty when it comes subjective. to certain things. Uh, uh, so fuck off. Um, oh, the Empire. So I was saying yes, that, the like, all those generals believe in the empire that's just existed for so long they think it's for the greater good they don't see it as a dictatorship just like generals for hitler so they feel like they're working with him yeah so they do believe in it but grand moff tarkin peter cushing grand moff tarkin (laughs) (laughs) i fucking love you i don't know if anybody's heard me say that on this podcast but that was great Tarkin. Uh, <laughs> that was great. Um, Are you crying? I was laughing. <laughs> it just, just brought tears to my eye. I do have tears in my eyes. Uh, he's actually in charge of the Death Star and stuff. And at that moment, he's in charge of Darth Vader as well. But you find out later, really, Darth Vader is like the Emperor's right hand man. You don't see the Emperor who's in charge of the Empire until Return of the Jedi. Or, or sorry. The Empire Strikes Back, which is the second film, the next one after this. And then in the third, he's just like throughout the whole series, the Emperor. And in the original, well, episode one through three, you see the arc of him becoming the Emperor. And he's like actually rising up through the political sphere when the Empire didn't exist. And then you find out he's a Sith Lord and he wanted the Empire to exist. And he, it's all this big grand story. So Darth Vader. So what made him dark? <coughs> Who? Darth Vader? Yeah. Oh, baby, baby, baby. Okay, never mind. Forget that I asked. Basically, I I'm going to do it really fast. He fell in love with a girl. Uh, fell in love with a girl. I don't remember her name. In She's with, in the first. I think it's Meg White. Yeah, she fell in love with Meg White. Or he fell in love with Meg White. Uh, he saw a vision that she was going to die. He talked to the emperor who's not the emperor yet. He says, if you follow the dark side, maybe we can bring her back even if she dies. So that's like how he starts getting interested in the dark side. I assume that didn't work though. Well. <clears throat> nope. Then she dies and he blames Obi-Wan Kenobi for her death. And then he has so much rage and jealousy and anger in his soul. He turns to the dark side 
And that's how Darth Vader becomes Darth Vader, except he fights with Obi-Wan Kenobi, and Obi-Wan cuts his fucking legs off, and he gets burnt in all this lava. That's why he needs the suit and the breathing apparatus. That was young Anakin Skywalker, who is Darth Vader, who is Luke's father. You don't find that out till the second one, though. But he's also just kind of like a brooding emo yes. fuck. And if you watched episode one through three, episodes one through three, you would say, look at this brooding emo fuck. Who played Vader before? In the original? In the episode in, one through three? Yeah. Hayden the- Christensen in two and three becomes Anakin Skywalker and becomes Darth Vader. At the end of episode three. Didn't people not like him? They didn't at the time, but people like him now. And then they did this Obi-Wan Kenobi show where it's like... Obi-Wan Kenobi show? Yeah, Obi-Wan <laughs> Kenobi show. And it explains more, and he came back as the role, and he actually put on the Vader suit for the first time and played the role of Vader, and he fucking did a killer job. And they actually made Darth Vader like threatening in that episode or in that series. It is a good uh, outfit to wear when you have roles to hide. <laughs> Hayden Hayden Christensen does not have roles to hide. No, no, no. All right, we're already at like 50 minutes. Do you want to take a break? I sure do. We have a lot more uh, to talk about. We got some characters. We have like the main characters (laughs) to talk about when we come back. I know. So, hey, that's a good little teaser. If you want to hear us talk about the main people, you need to keep listening to this pile of shit. Yeah, that's right. All right, we're going out to a little song by Tenacious D. Which is probably the most Michelle ever knew about this movie before we watched it. We've done this album before. It's called Death Star. It's a good song. It's a good album. It sure is. But the funny thing about this is like, they're talking about the Death Star existing. And that everyone's just going to fucking suck on it. Like it's a big orgy ball. (laughs) Hilarious. All right, we'll be back. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. That's time for an episode of Abe's One Minute Reviews. Go, baby. All right. So we're going to talk about the same movie that they're talking about on this podcast right now. It's called Star Wars. Uh, I thought it fucking sucked because I don't like space because I went there one time and I almost got sucked out of a little hole in the spaceship. And when that happens, it gets really tight. It hurts. It's like the worst hickey you've ever had in your life. But that's my opinion. How about you, Abridus? You good on this? Oh, shit. Uh, All right, I was not prepared. So anyway, I'm a very big fan of the Star Wars franchise. I wish we had a lot more time to get into the nuances of the Empire. Well, we don't. Because what Palpatine took over in power, yes, he's trying to bring the Sith to the forefront of things, but I also do believe that a small part of him truly cares about bringing balance to the universe. All right, stop, stop. Yeah, you asked me my fucking opinion. Yeah, I know I asked your opinion, but I didn't expect it to go on some giant tirade about Palpatine and the Emperor. Oh, Jesus, one minute episode done now. Hello. It's not funny at all to me. It's just fun to go Star Wars. Star Wars. That's it. That's it. I like that part.
Star Wars. That's very that you gotta time. Put yourself in those cocaine seventies, my dear. I would have loved to. <laughs> I would have loved to not breathe appropriately Star with the rest Wars. of them. Don't have fentanyl in their cocaine. <laughs> Good for them. Yeah, right? Jesus they, Christ. They got to not die from having it poisoned with another drug. Yeah, secretly. That fucking sucks. Yeah, that's how your cousin died. But did he know he was doing fentanyl? That was a fentanyl thing? Mm-hmm. Oh. Shows you how little I know about my family and what... Is going on around me. You're the most self-absorbed person I know. Welcome back to the podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been a word I've used podcast. too many times recently. Did you put the chair in front of there so the cats can I also wanted, sunbathe in that chair? Yes, I wanted them to see that as an option. <laughs> that they could also... Option! My they have an option. My life and my heart revolves around the happiness and uh, comfort of those cats. <laughs> they definitely do. They definitely do. Which I'm fine with. Like I'm glad that you have a thing that keeps you like feeling like warm inside, and you have things that like when you suffer from depression. Yeah, that's what and I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> stuff. It's it's literally been the. I I think I would be an like a recluse if I if it was just us. And no animals. I think I would be. Oh. I can't. I can't imagine no animals. Well, the animals and our lives come from you. From you always having animals growing up yeah. and um, always wanting them. So I would. They're almost at this point like part of your, like mental health regimen. You know, like along with like medicines or medicine. I don't fucking know how much many things you take. Antidepressant <laughs> and an anti-anxiety pill and. The cats. Absolutely. <laughs> like I've said, I I walk by them and I'm just like filled with so much love and peace because they're cute. They're sweet. They usually like want me to pet them. Yeah, they look at you like, hey, what's up? They're all so loving, but we're all, we don't have kids. Yeah, so <laughs> all of our attention goes to they, them. <laughs> they, get, they get all of our love and praise and stuff, but they're also good. Like we have four relatively good cats. Yeah, we have one psycho that keeps to himself but he's relatively good he doesn't like shit and piss everywhere and no do anything he, like that he just he doesn't attack us he just has problems and pukes the most and sneezes oh, yeah. on the wall that poor little guy yeah he's got anxiety he needs your anti-anxiety medicine. he oh, he and i could share multiple kinds of medications <laughs> allergy medicines uh-huh. antidepressants he needs a cat too there's no way i could get him get pills in that cat no. That's why I just got him steroid shots for a steroid while. Steroid shots. We got him steroids. All right. Well, we're here to talk about the wars and the stars. Like we I are. said, not talking. We're not here to talk about how much nope. I am emotionally dependent on uh, <laughs> that beautiful boy who's God, laying on his back right now so in the cute sun. Right now, it's fucking ridiculous. They are always cute, yeah, but they're just the best. It's not like somebody lit a huge fart, but it was actually just like a motorbike going on. It was an auto fart. (laughs) Auto fart. Do you like to drive on the auto fart? I wish. Did you get my reference? Yes, the autobahn. I, I. uh, I only knew it from German uh, class, so I didn't know if they talked about it in other places. Yes, they've talked about the autobahn. (laughs) It's kind of famous, Sam. Yeah. It, I guess so. A highway without a speed limit. It's fucking can, wild. And they say there's like very like the accident rate is lower than places with speed limits. I assume my my guess is that people are who know that they can be fast are being cautious. Yeah. And people other people 
are cautious that there are going to be people who are going fast, so they're not going to be going fast and crazy. I, then I don't want to go that fast. Like I have no interest in going to Germany as and getting the autobahn and renting like a fast car and fucking going. I don't want to do that. No, I don't want to die in a car. I'm fine going 80 miles an hour. No, I'm actually fine going 90. Because yeah. when I was in Texas and the speed limit was uh, 80. And you can be like, well, that means I can get up to 85 here. That was fucking nice. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. Isn't that fun how we all, how the speed limit really just means five more? <laughs> well, or somewhere I know I within there. Get away with five. I usually do, uh, if I'm feeling like I need to be a little safer, I'll do like 73 in a say, 70. Two. I, I'm a two like guy. Three. 72, yeah. 73. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. Well, Speaking that's how of we drive. 72 and 73. This movie came out in 1977 that we're talking about. <laughs> and Harrison Ford is currently how old? Probably around that age. I wonder how old. He, oh, yeah. I did see how old he was in this because we have to talk about some Zenith's things. 30? But, well, uh, I don't know if you want to talk about him. Leia was next, but I don't care what we fucking talk about. No, we can talk about Leia. Okay. Well, Princess Leia in this. Uh, I think this is a clear reason why Carrie Fisher was a hit. I think her in this role is the best actor in the whole thing. She's I think she she's beautiful, but like a she natural is. beauty. Yeah, she is. She's sassy. Yep. She she is a strong woman who I think can be a bitch. But I think that I think being a because I know there's like an issue with people being like I'm I'm not a bitch, I'm just a strong woman, but I think it's fine to be a strong woman and to sometimes be a bitch too. Yeah, and it's funny because sometimes uh we had this, a couple of men had this conversation the other day because he was this guy started a business with a girl and he was like she was just too in your face and she'd be, she would say like people think I'm a bitch but I'm just a strong woman and he's like yeah you're a strong woman but if you were a man we would call you a dick mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's a difference you could be a strong woman without being like what I usually say a cunt yeah it's a good word <laughs> but I think Leia in this is a good uh Example of a strong woman that isn't being strong, and I'm stealing this thoughts from other people I've heard say well, that's this. That's fine. We all have influence, um, or our thoughts but, are influenced. But these people pointed it out to me, and I was like, "You're you're, you're right." Sometimes a, a definition of like a strong woman is what a strong man would be. You know what I mean? Not like strong female personalities just like confident and bold exactly and not and taking people's that. shit and just like giving it back like sometimes a bold strong woman is oh she can kick your ass mm-hmm. and while leia can fight and she can shoot some guns she's more like smart mm-hmm. and like cunning and uh charismatic you have something that's hanging and oh it fell off as soon as i gotcha. tried to and she is uh like a senator she is princess leia um so i mean she's kind of grown up in this has like a, a responsibility to take care of things, but as a senator or whatever she is, a princess, she's actually working f- with the rebellion. I mean, she actually cares about the people's free will because yeah, she's like the, a liberal girl who's going to burn her bra, sort of thing. Kind like of? She's smart. She's probably well read. She, you know, and she just seems like she is someone who unlike me, is on a mission in life. She's on a mission in life, and she's a no-bullshit kind of person, it seems like, where, like, people... I'm just putting it, like... She's obviously in the Senate. She obviously has to have meetings with the Empire and stuff, and she has to, like, work with the Empire. But Empire. It, and she probably 
disagrees publicly with these things, but she has to go along with it to keep like everyone safe and a dick, you know, stay in good graces. But behind the scenes, she's actually like working with the rebellion and actually taking a step to make things different. Where I think in this Star Wars world and with politicians in general in our real world, a lot of talk, like I want to change these things. And then you go back in their history and you're like, well, you've never changed anything and you've been on the wrong side of history here, here, and here. And yeah. suddenly you want to try and convince me that you're not. And I don't want to bring up Bernie Sanders to upset people, but like, that was one of the things I liked about Bernie Sanders. It's what the vibe I'm getting where like, he's been consistent and he had been consistent his whole life. And but when you look beliefs, on it, yeah. you're like, well, he did mark, go to this and he did try and fight this and he did go to this. That's the vibes I get from Leia. We're like, she's no bullshit. And she's like a strong female character that you don't like. She seems womanly still. She seems feminine still, mm-hmm. but she seems like she gets shit done. She sure does. And because Carrie Fisher later was not attractive to me, but as Leia, she is, and I think to millions of nerds, she absolutely is. She's very cute, especially at the end when she is putting the medals. When she's like awarding the medals, oh, yeah. When she's actually and you like, actually see her ears. But uh, I like the earmuffs. Instead of the muffins? Yeah, I like the, the earmuffs. But she also, uh, since I do have lists, or not lists, I have notes about people, Leia always has the glossiest and freshest <laughs> lipstick on. No matter what she is going through in the movie, she is always fucking fierce and ready to go. Absolutely. I never noticed that. But I mean, that happens with everything. Even when she falls in a trash pit later in water and stuff, those lips made it through. Even when she loses her accent in the movie. Oh, that's so funny because at the beginning, she, she's like, how are you doing this, Lord Vader? Almost. Mm-hmm. And then later, they just and then realize. She's just, she just has her accent. Yeah. And it's so odd. I think they, I'm wondering if it went like this. I wonder if in the audition room, like maybe she auditioned. And the performance was fine. But, oh, Paul's sitting in the chair you set he up for. He is sleeping in the <laughs> in chair. The in the sun. I told you, man. Yeah, you, you've set these cats I up. I know these babies. They're my babies. <laughs> I was wondering. I think it. I could see it going like this. You're in the room. You did the audition. You did that voice. And maybe they thought it was okay. But what really won you the audition was how charming you were in between those things. Even the main, like the skeleton face man, he he has an accent. Yeah, that's so just I think natural it, Peter Cushing. Well, and they're yeah, probably trying I, to match each other. But I think it, it works because I think that there is something that may, where having an accent sometimes kind of makes you seem, whether you're good or bad, more intelligent. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So I think maybe Especially they... Especially if you're an American and you hear an English accent, you do think... Oh, this guy knows a little bit more than I do. <laughs> but they could be a complete fucking moron. But I think in that world, like, so I think what happened with that is they loved Carrie Fisher in the room. Like, in between, they made her, she made him laugh. They're like, this girl's fucking amazing. I can't wait to work with her. And then they get the set on day one, and they start filming that scene, and she's doing that, like, Leia English voice. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know, the thing we liked about her is just not transferring onto camera. I hate to say it, Carrie. I think you just got to be you on this. I think you are just going to have to be Princess well, Leia. It was a little longer than that because they it got a little bit into the movie, and you know it took a while to film mm-hmm. that. Um, and then that's when I think you really connect with Princess Leia is when she's talking like you. You know, she's mm-hmm. not a royal. You're like, mm-hmm. no, she's actually fighting for my cause, the rebellion. Yes. <laughs> 
So, uh, who who's up next after Leia? Unless you have something else to say about um, her. Well, as the story goes, everyone knows there's plans in the art droids, and those droids get to yeah, Tatooine. Ev- everyone does not know this. Well, you should. Um, <laughs> the droids get to Tatooine, and this is when we get to meet Mr. Luke Skywalker. Pretty much, I guess, the main star of the whole film franchise, which, okay, star is Darth Vader to me. Pie-eyed but little anyway, boy. Pie-eyed little boy, Mr. Mark Hamill, the beautiful, Joker voice himself. Beautiful piercing blue eyes. I also talked to you, I think it was during watching this movie, that as someone who has always had dark brown eyes, where in most pictures it, you can't differentiate between my pupils and my irises, it all just <laughs> looks black. Yeah, sometimes you look like you have devil eyes. Yeah, I've been told that actually. <laughs> um <clears throat> so, uh I'm very fascinated and always have been with people with light colored eyes and typically you see that with blue eyes. Mm-hmm. And blue eyes to me are beautiful. It's like not piercing. Yes, and it's not necessarily a preference because someone like Leia has dark brown eyes and she's beautiful. So like I I, I don't think that that, you know, says whether or not it you are helps beautiful, Mark Hamill. But I think the piercing blue eyes. Also, I think in an older person, it kind of helps you. It, I think you can see them as youthful more because uh, your yeah, age, yeah. your eyeballs don't age. I agree. I agree with so that. So you can kind of like see. You almost see a, li- a little more see, into them. I think. I think you almost see it as like a little more spice in the like in an old person you're like man i got something living in there still you know what i mean mm-hmm. when they got that bright Those blue eyes piercing blue eyes yeah. they're nice or which is super rare if someone has green not piercing not green eyes. not hazel piercing green. green eyes that's yeah. i think i believe that's the most rare combination is green. I've got those eyes that are like the blue green mix, and some mm-hmm. days they're more green than others. Yeah, they're mostly, mostly blue. blue. Yeah, but they're not piercing those. because no. they have that transitioningness to exactly. them. Yeah. Another strike for Sam. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> At least you can design things well. But uh, this is the first time I was like, Mark Hamill was not a bad looking guy back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I think he he's got a, he's got an odd like look to him, not in like an ugly way, it's just a unique way. Especially he's the older unique. he gets yeah. and the more weight he puts on, he starts mm-hmm. to get more like a bug-eyed look to him. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But this is the first time I was like, oh, I can see him like as a cute guy. And his hair sometimes is so feathered and so seventies. You're just like, oh, no wonder. Like maybe little girls had a crush on this boy because he's like, he could be on the fucking cover like a of Sean Teen Cassidy Beat. look. Yeah, it's a Sean Cassidy look. But for the most part, Luke has never really connected with me. I know he's like Mm-mm. springs forward all the things and he's like the son of who is the chosen one, Darth Vader. I think he's fine, but I also don't think he's a great actor. And I know this. that this is early in his career, yeah. so I'm not saying anything about him as an actor, but at this point in his career, eh. Yeah. And he gets better as these go on. I'm and, sure he does. And we've all got to think like some of this you have is to like, start somewhere. This is like some of these people's first big role. Mm-hmm. And they don't know it's going to become what Star Wars becomes. They're sitting around looking like, what the fuck am I making? They're making me say things like, I was going to go get power inverters from Tossie Station. Like, it means nothing. You don't know what that shit means. That, me- that meant nothing to me. It's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so to them, they're probably just like, what? Maybe. Maybe they're phoning it in. Maybe they're not because yeah. I don't think Carrie Fisher's ever phoning it in. I don't think uh, Harrison Ford is ever phoning it in. But sometimes there's just like this innocence that I think he's trying to portray that's coming off as like 
bad acting every once in a while. But I fucking love Mark Hamill. I don't want to talk shit about him at all because like I love his voice acting. I love him as the Joker. I would never. I don't have any negative opinions about Mark Hamill whatsoever. Yeah. You watch interviews with him. He's always funny. He's very charming. Yeah, he seems like a fine guy. It's, like I, it's, I just had a thought. I wonder if George Lucas looks more for charming than like acting skill. Maybe maybe that was unfair to say, but like. Well, they wanted someone young, or, and or I think pretty that he, looks. You know? I think he portrayed Luke fine. Yeah, because he's young, he's not experienced, he's going to be a little less confident in the things that he does. I think he played the role fine. Yeah, and I think he's been sheltered by his uncle his whole fucking life too, and being protected. So I could just be wrong by saying I don't think he was a great actor. Maybe he did the part exactly how it needed to be done. Sure, and maybe, maybe to me. I agree. So I mean, I. I mean, he was good. I have no strong feelings about that, it, it I guess. It sparked a whole fucking franchise, this character. Yeah. So, obviously, he did something right. It's just, I think it's more that it's just not my type of character. I obviously like the villains. Mm-hmm. I like the guys wearing black. And, in fact, in the second one, or maybe it's the third one, but I think it's the second one, Luke starts wearing black. And I'm like, yeah, that's the fucking, that's the jam right there. You're looking good, Lukey boy. Maybe he's got a tight little tuckers like good C-3PO does in that little black suit. He just started getting money and he started putting on weight. So speaking of Luke, we meet his uncle and his uh, aunt. Mm-hmm. That scene where they're at dinner and Luke leaves. And he's like, I guess I'll never get off of this farm. And the aunt and uncle are talking and the aunt talks. It's just like, what? This is taking me out of the movie so much. She's like an alien. She's just like an alien from Men in Black, just posing as a human. Let's <laughs> say so she did not look like an alien. It was a, it was a human. No, she was posing as a human. <laughs> it just she's just so innocent. But you find out later in the series, like in later canon, that that's Anakin's brother. So it's Darth Vader's brother, technically, mm-hmm. and like so he killed his brother. He had his brother killed, for sure. And uh, he, Luke was put on that planet to be protected, which is why Obi-Wan is there. Which is why... It, I know it, it seems like coincidence. Like, how are these two people just on the same planet? Obi-Wan has been watching Luke ever since he's been on that planet. He was, like, promised to do it. Plus, at this point, the Jedi have been hunted and killed. So, Obi-Wan is also hiding out so he doesn't... Yeah, isn't to be killed because for a long time the Jedi were like protecting the galaxy and working and everyone loved them and then the Emperor through his plotting made everyone fucking hate the Jedi and they executed Order 66 which was literally slaughtering all of the Jedi hunting them down and killing them unless you worked for the Emperor it is a beastly number Beastly number. Well, Route six six six. I have. I only have two specific Luke notes that I will read before we move along to the next character. Please. Um, and I guess this was part of. Maybe this was part of why I didn't think that Mark Hamill always acted the greatest in this because when he was sitting down to dinner with his aunt and uncle, mm-hmm. he his beverage because you know there's in space and it's different. It's like a gray color. <laughs> okay. And you can tell that he's clearly not fucking drinking that. It's that, that rock-flavored Kool-Aid. He's just, like, putting it kind of up to his lips because you can see it through the the cup, and it never actually hits his lips. He's like, I'm not drinking whatever the fuck this is. How'd yes. you make it gray? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then I also have... Oh, God, this is so stupid. 
Luke wants the princess to lay on his butt chin. Yeah. <laughs> Does he have a butt chin? Yeah. I've never noticed. Yes, Mark Hamill has a little butt chin. Wow. But butt chins are more attractive than a wiener chin, right? Uh, I would say so. You know what I'm talking about? I would. Um, uh, no, but I would imagine butts look better than wieners. Oh, that's f- fucking fact. But butt chins are more like I've always called butt chins more that crease. Okay. And wiener chins are like a dimple. It's more like a hole. So we always called that the wiener chin. Wiener <laughs> chin? But it's a hole, so it's an inverted well, it's wiener? it's more like a dimple. You know, people have like just that dot mm-hmm. when they have I dimples what, on their I'm cheeks. I'm aware of what dimples are. I know, but put it on the chin. I know, and I know what those look like. Yeah, so we always call that the wiener but chin. I just, but calling it a wiener chin doesn't make a lick of sense because to this we wanted gal. Because it, it was a dot in the middle instead of a crack. And we were boys, so we had butts and wieners. So the other one had to be a wiener chin. And very, very few things to choose from mentally, apparently. At that age, for sure. And still to this day. Yeah, it hasn't changed. <laughs> All right, so who is next? Uh, I'd say the next person Have would we had- be, uh, we're going to talk about Mr. Obi-Wan Kenobi Mr. himself. Okay. Alec Guinness. Ah, uh, Obi-Wan. Uh, I, hello there. I haven't gone by Obi-Wan in a long time. I like how he says Obi-Wan at one point. <laughs> Obi-Wan. <laughs> because it's funny. You could tell sometimes. Like. Little Obi-Wan. Th- maybe f- if filming was earlier and they were like, oh, shit, we actually need to just see- say Obi-Wan the whole time. But, well, we already filmed that day. We're fucked. <laughs> but it's a lot of money to go back and reshoot that. Alec Guinness, classic movie actor. They did this trick that people did back in the day, and it helps your movie, where they hire... It may be like a low low budget in quotations movie or like a off the rails movie or a, you know in this case a sci-fi movie or even a horror movie. If you hire someone who's got like acting cred for your little low budget movie, your movie will get way more credit. So that's what this uh what's the word casting is. Alec Guinness is a known actor. People that are adults taking their kids or even older than that are seeing Alec Guinness and being like, "Oh shit." This is actually like legit, which is what's also happening when you see Peter Cushing because he's doing Hammer Horror films. He was Frankenstein, Doctor Frankenstein, and so much stuff. I forget what else he did. Some Sherlock Sherlock Holmes shit. Hmm. But so, I've never he played s- Van Helsing in a lot of Dracula movies. You ever heard of Hammer Films? I don't think so. It sounds like a porno company. Kind of. They took like in the seven or fifties through seventies. They were like. They were making all the like multiple Frankenstein movies where they would just be like, hey, we got the rights to this. Let's make six fucking Frankenstein movies where they meet somebody. That's what Hammer Films was doing. Um, uh, the guy who plays Bill Sykes, I can't remember his fucking name. In uh, what's that? It's from Oliver. Oliver. Oh, Isn't his that? name's Oliver Reed? Reed. Yeah, yes. Oliver Reed. He came from Hammer Films too. It's they, and they seem to always hire people that had like that iconic like stage actor look. Peter Cushing has that iconic stage actor. Those look. people who have those good stone face looks. Yes. So it's that's where Peter Cushing came from, and it's the same kind of thing. He uh, with Alec Guinness. Alec Guinness is not doing Hammer films. I don't think I didn't do that much research on Alec Guinness's career, but you see him, and even he has interviews where he's like. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck I was doing there. Like, I've never been in a movie like that before. I'm happy to act, and I'm happy to be with these people that I had fun working with, but I don't know what the fuck I was saying. Uh, None of it means anything to me. So Hammer Films no longer exist? No. Okay, so they were not too legit to quit. They were not too legit to quit. They had to quit. 
I think once things started getting too like gory and grindhousey, they were like, "Whoa, we're out, we're out." <laughs> we 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 kind of made horror movies that were a little classy still, but I fucking love Obi Wan Kenobi. I don't know what there is about Alec Guinness. He just looks so comfortable. He looks so affable. Like I just want to be around him. I want him to be my grandpa. There's a warmth to him. Yeah, and it just makes the Obi Wan character. It makes you want to be around him. Um, when he dies like the later, epitome of good, right? Yeah, he pretty much is, and he doesn't. Get, I think I add more weight to the character because I know everything else that Ewan McGregor ends up actually doing, because there's so much backstory, and you see way more of his skills when Ewan McGregor's doing it. Because not only is he younger and could have done more, but at this point that they're making those episodes one through three, now we're doing choreography, fight choreography. They're like twirling you're on wires and shit so of course you can make every character look way more badass than they were before mm-hmm. this obi-wan is just like when he has the lightsaber fight later with darth vader it's just like you could tell they just looked at the guy and they're like uh, alec i don't know just just wave it in front of you we'll kind of try and make it look like you know what you're doing but he looks like he has no sword skills and when he gets he's not a fighter he's a lover and he is a lover but he but he's not like the obi-wan character is a badass motherfucker Especially in the series, you see him like just decimating people with the lightsaber. He's like a master Jedi well, guy. Well, then what the fuck happened when it was time to uh, have that little sword off, that little laser off with uh, Darth? <laughs> well, unfortunately, in the 70s, they weren't choreographing sword fights like they are in uh, 1997. But I th- Oh, modern times, you mean? 1997? Even 97 through 2004, whenever those episodes one through three, like, of course choreographing. 97 is closer to 77 than 2023. That's true. But now they just CG everything. Uh, back then, they had to actually have Well, there was some, you know, digital stuff. There was a stuff. lot of digital stuff from episode one through three, which, by the no, way. No, there was some digital stuff in this movie. I was going to say, we're talking about that right now. Yeah, you want to get that out of the way? I don't know if I was done without Guinness. I don't have anything oh, to add. Oh, I think you wanted to ask me. When he gets hit with the lightsaber and he just crumples into clothes, you were going to ask me while we watched it why he just disappears. What is no, I said I I didn't know. I asked, was he, do lightsabers vaporize you? Yep. Or because to me it almost looked like <clears throat> he had some wherewithal that something like this was going to happen, even though it looked like he wasn't paying attention, that he <laughs> disappeared? And went elsewhere and relocated his sexy old man body? I have mm. no idea. So, so canon-wise, there are such... Kaboom. There's, <laughs> there's such things as force ghosts. These Jedi were so in tune... Oh, my force! Did that work? As soon as you... Le- we were talking about ghosts yesterday... And you were like, oh, it's on HBO. And then you left to go to uh, your friend's house and you hung out for a while mm-hmm. there and you came back later. Well, I put on HBO to just see if there was something I could find. Mm-hmm. I did not find anything in the HBO app that I wanted to watch at that time. Because everything I'm watching in HBO, I watch with you. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's true. We are so far behind. As soon as I turn it on, on last week tonight. the very first huge advertisement is Ghost. And it's like a picture... And it's going to exactly what you and I were talking about. It's, it's just always Patrick. that fucking but scene. But it wasn't, though. It wasn't. No, it wasn't. But it was Patrick Swayze and her, like, embracing. 
And you're like, it just looks like a cheesy ass romance fucking movie. love romance mm-hmm. thing, and it, it is a romance story, and it is a love story. It's a love story, but, but there's so much more to that movie. It's that also they never put in the advertising. Again, it's primarily a story of a guy who has his best friend murdered so he can uh, steal a bunch of money and, and take girl. his woman. <laughs> yeah. It is a. And it's not a movie about a pottery guy. And girl. No, there are just <laughs> two romantic scenes in the whole movie. Other than that, it's funny. And if you're a child, it's fucking creepy. Yep. Yep. Because there's a, tur- a, bloody, me- uh, yeah. a, a bloody glass scene. Love it. And the demons being... Love it. T- they suck people back. And Vincent Schiavelli's face. Yeah, the Schiavelli. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way he looked. Another example of a classic character a actor face. A strong face, face that yes. you just know. You, and you remember, remember it. You yes. fucking remember It's important. That's um, why voices... We talk about it a thousand times on this thing. It's hard to have confidence when you're not what people tell you is how you should be. Yep. So when you look or you sound different, it's you're just more memorable. Uh, and way cooler in my eyes. I think so. Uh, so what happens is there's force ghosts. When you're so in tune with the force and you are at the end of your life, you basically just become one with the force and your body does disappear. Now, this does not happen to every Jedi nor every Sith Lord. But he was so like high up. He he's has so in he's tune. Got the power. Yeah. Now this happens to Yoda in the next one. Or maybe it's part three when Yoda dies. I think it's part three when Yoda dies. Yeah, it is because Luke's going back to get trained, and he also becomes a Force ghost. Cut to when Darth Vader dies. He also becomes a Force ghost because at the end, he redeems himself because Darth Vader slash Anakin Skywalker is the chosen one that will bring balance back to the Force. But Han Solo is not a Force ghost. He was actually killed. He is a Force ghost. Oh. He, at that time... Now, lightsabers do not vaporize people. Most of the time, it's just like a really hot beam and it'll just like cut your fucking arm off or cut you in half. Just like when they're in the... Uh, most Eisley, that bar, when he cuts that guy's arm off, that's what usually happens. Or like a ghost ship. Yes, or okay. like a ghost ship. But when you're so in tune with the Force... Now, it looks weird in this movie, because it's just like... And it's their effects, and he just gets hit, yeah. and all of a sudden he's not there, and a clump like of clothes spinning, fall to the though, ground. But he's like spinning, like he's like... Go, go, gadget disappearing act. When did he spin? I thought it looked like he was kind of spinning, and then his clothes like dropped. I don't remember his spin. I do know that he does say to Darth, if you kill me, I'll become more powerful than you can imagine. And that's and then he sees Luke and he goes, well, this is the end of my journey. I've known it the whole time. And lifts his lightsaber up. He's like, I'm not fighting anymore. And then that's when Darth, the only time when Darth can finally kill Obi-Wan because Obi-Wan he tries to kill, tried, pretty much because he tries to kill Obi-Wan at the end of episode three. He can't fucking do it. Obi-Wan ends Statement up seven. fucking... <laughs> don't know where that came from. Press the key, didn't you? I pressed the key. Uh, he Sorry. tries to kill Obi-Wan at the end of the part three. Obi-Wan ends up cutting his legs off and turns him into fucking Darth Vader. So Obi-Wan is basically responsible for Darth Vader, except he's not because Anakin chose that fucking path. And then at the end of the Obi-Wan series, he also can't kill Obi-Wan. And it, it Obi-Wan. goes nowhere. And then the, only at the end of this can he fucking kill Obi-Wan because Obi-Wan accepts this as fate. And I will become one with the Force, and I'll be more powerful than ever. And I think realizes that this is what he has to do because Darth Vader is the chosen one and will bring balance back to the Force. Even though he's evil now, he's the chosen one. Well, you d- I think in what you just said, balance, you can't 
you need a balance. Uh, yeah, but their balance is kind of like good more than evil. Well, of course. Yeah. I think most people aren't 50-50 between good and evil. I think people True. most prefer good. There's still a little bit of Annie in that Darth Vader helmet. Tomorrow, tomorrow. <laughs> um, but that's so all. But we can talk about the uh, CGI. Y- yes, which is the additions. Yes, Jesus fucking Christ. So, as someone who has never seen the versions without that, um, and it's hard to find the CGI. As a note, absolutely cheapens. Well, I put this already shit storm in the stars, but I made some <laughs> of these notes the first time, and I'm always way more negative on the first watch. Or listen to anything. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so I think it's funny to still say it, but I, I, I do. <clears throat> God damn. I don't necessarily, I don't feel as bad about it after watching, after getting through the second watch. I think it's just, <clears throat> God damn. You all right. You need some water. I've been drinking water. I'm just very phlegmy because uh, it's springtime. It's early springtime and things are sprouting and, uh, Yay, allergies. Getting to your sinuses. It's, getting to it's your been sinuses. a rough year already for allergies. So uh, let's just uh, keep this going. But um, I do I do think that the CGI, the little animals, uh, they're trying to be funny, too. Like putting things yep. where uh, just like goofy, silly little like slapstick uh-huh. uh, sort of. Bing, uh, bing. Three Stooges sort of uh Yeah, absolutely. Shit like, oh, he it. fell from the top of that animal. Now he's swinging. Oh, 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 oh. Hate it. Hate it. I hate it too because Not saying I hate Three Stooges, but I hated their his version of it. I think absolutely. that Absolutely. And it didn't need to be added. I don't know. It's uh, fine to just have desert space. You don't exactly. need to have something filling up the screen. You don't fucking it's need unnecessary. it. Unnecessary. And it's what a lot of people complain about, but Part of the thing I enjoy about these kind of movies and this age of movies is the way they look, is the gauziness and, and like the, the edges aren't always so clear. That's what I like about mm-hmm. them. So when you jam these, and it's not even good CGI, when you jam these like cartoons out of nowhere into the fucking movie, and it's like, what? Why? Why? Why is that there? What are oh you? Oh my god! Like the doing? eyeball it, coming out when they're in the trash thing, and there's like the eyeball that peers well, that out. That one's that's not CG though. That's in the original. Well, that still looks bad with that well, turd. But I'd rather have it be of the time because it looks like it's a, turd. a puppet. It's you a know, fucking I understand. Real thing. But there, there, I can also. But I, it's also fair to say that I still think that it's hard to accept that in general because when they did their version of it in the movie it didn't look good and then uh, adding things to something that already exists especially when you're trying to be cheeky and funny and literally kind of pull you out of where you're supposed to be mentally yeah, and uh-huh. just like throw other things at you it's just unnecessary and it's a bad choice if yep. you ask me and i and i obviously am just sharing the opinion of a lot of people um, you are, but I think it cheapens the movie, which I, the movie is already kind of, you know, it's not really up my alley, It's not. but it's not, uh, but this doesn't help it. It's just not needed. It was not needed. And most of the things that you notice are not adding anything to the movie or to the storyline or anything. It doesn't I think it takes you out of anything. the story a little bit. And I'm sure there's scenes where I didn't notice, like maybe like some, sh- they added some ships or maybe there were some different flight things, but 
But little, just, like, creatures and stuff just, like, walking around? big fucking creatures. Why? Sometimes there's huge, oh, yeah. like, giant things. And you're well, like, yeah. this looks terrible. But, I'm, but, yeah, which I think in that it almost seems more like a space filler, which is silly. Yep. But having also just, like, while having something big, also having, like, little creatures just, like, trotting around. Like, why? Yeah. It's just unnecessary. And, and then later when he adds things to, like, uh, Return of the Jedi and Emperor, the Empire Strikes Back... He's adding things to like make the scale look bigger. So like these cloud cities, he's adding more to that. He adds like more expansive landscapes, mm-hmm. which okay, that's that's better, I guess, and that's than what little you animals. Do. That's what you do for but a living, kind of. I don't understand going back and changing all the stuff. Everyone already fucking. If you're a Star Wars fan, you already fucking loved those three films. Well, aren't there also issues later? Because he didn't just do that to this movie. And aren't there issues with him like changing songs and stuff? Uh, it's in the the next one. They changed the whole song scene. Now sometimes he's changing things to make continuity line up for like episodes one through three now in the second one they're like doing this thing and here i'll actually we'll give you a little example of the change here because it's fucking different no empire this is really exciting right now but they just changed it from the song that everyone liked and then made it this like current, just piece of shit song. I can't find it. It doesn't really matter at this point. But no, because it's it, not this movie. It, and it's not this movie. And it just, it, I don't understand why. And I don't understand why we can't get the originals one back now. Like, why can't we get both versions? Yeah, why is it? Yeah, for, I agree In order with that. for me, me personally, to see the original version, I have to go to pirate websites to watch those things you're making me go see these things in their original form you're forcing me to go to places that can potentially fuck my computer up and take money away from you yeah i'm glad please i'm already a subscriber to your disney fucking plus give me the other ones and we can watch whichever one we want or whatever format you want to make it available yep. in make it available now you can get the old one like uh, there's people that own the original vhs releases like on ebay and, shit. and when i was at the horror convention the other day this guy was selling the original on a dvd and i kind of wish i would have fucking bought it i would have preferred seeing that one yeah. but whatever <laughs> that's <coughs> oh it's getting you too it's it's Flem City up in I here. I didn't think about it until the first super CG scene happened when we were watching this. And I was like, oh, God damn it. That's right. <laughs> Fuck. I have heard. And they would change things like, oh, we can even we can just get us into the maybe one of the only characters left to talk about. But like there's a big one left. Uh, yeah. The scene that they add with Jabba the Hutt and Han Solo. That didn't need to be added in the first place. It was already not in the original film. We don't have to put it back in. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to take back my opinions about the CGI in this because that absolutely believable moment where uh, he... <laughs> I don't know what the... I, I know it's supposed to be happening. It is some of the worst shit I've ever seen. And to <laughs> add that in later... For no fucking reason. It did add nothing to the story. They already told you that job was on the hunt for him. We already know this. They just wanted to, you to see Jabba the Hutt in this original. When he walks... Jabba the Hutt on the hunt? When he walks around him and they like move him digitally to make it look like he's walking up on his tail, it looks so, so bad. They should have been like, okay, that was an experiment. We tried, right? 
And then, but it obviously looks terrible. Let's not do this. And then also making Jabba react. <laughs> they had to. It's so fun. Um, the original uh, Jabba the Hutt. When he like floated up into the sky and became small and shaky. And yeah, he looked terrible because I, you know that they had because he the original Jabba the Hutt was just a guy, so he just walks around in a level circle. So you can imagine them literally erasing everything out around Harrison Ford, and then. Lifting him digitally each frame and being like, that kind of looks like he walked up on a tail, right? We also just can't imagine that he stepped over the fucking thing. I guess not. I th- and can't we just not put that scene in since the movie already worked once without that fucking scene in it? Original Jabba the Hutt. Look at this guy. This is what, He was a fat guy. So they were going for that scene, but that's the original Jabba the Hutt. He wears like a fur coat. Just looks like a guy who's in charge of like a gang, basically. Mm-hmm. That's the original Jabba. Now, Jabba originally, when this movie was released, is only referenced in this because, like, who shot Greedo first or who shot first with Han Solo and Greedo? Mm-hmm. Like, Greedo is saying Jabba's looking for you. So we heard about Jabba in this, but you don't see him till the second one. Uh, it's clearly uh, Han Solo. <laughs> Who shot first? Mm-hmm. And I think that's the original, too. And I prefer. And that's the idea that they don't want that, right? For a while, they were like, yeah, we want kids to think he's a hero. So Greedo shoots first and Han Solo shoots back in defense and just wins. Because then, you know, in defense, things are uh, much more accepted than if you're the guy who did it first. <laughs> I think that it's easy to maybe see Carrie Fisher uh, as Princess Leia in this and think that she's kind of like a bitch. But I think that legitimately Han Solo in this first movie is an asshole. Absolutely. And meant to be. So why? And that's why. Why would they change it? Is that what you're going to ask? I'm sorry. I, I, I guess I, I immediately forgot what we were talking about before and first. how I was going to tie that in. Yeah. So why why would it even take away from who he is if he's already seen as kind of an asshole? Uh, I don't know. Does it even, it doesn't change his character, it, I don't think. It, I think it fits in. And that's the thing. Even when they changed it, and I was not even, like, really aware of it at the time, never changed my opinion of Han Solo. It didn't do anything. No, he's just a go-getter. <clears throat> he's a guy who's going to stand in front of the line and fight. And you're supposed to that's think. just who he is as in, a person. And with this whole arc in this movie, he is supposed to be selfish in the beginning. He is out for himself. He will kill somebody to get ahead in life. And then by well, the he end really of it, is just the driver, right? Yeah, he's just a hired, he's the like hired a taxi driver. driver. Yeah, he's just the hired guy. And then, and then by the end, you know, he realizes, you know, the empire. I hate the empire. Let's, I'll help the rebellion. You know, he gets his thing. But Harrison Ford in this movie, um, handsome man. I see exactly why uh, people wanted him in movies. Very charismatic. Uh, when he's on the screen, you want to watch Harrison Ford. When it's Harrison Ford. And Luke Skywalker, you're watching Han Solo. I actually, I like the banter <clears throat> back and forth between him and Leia. I think it's interesting oh, yeah. how nasty they are to each and other. They do end up, yeah. As a co- well, in real life, they actually fuck too. And like, <clears throat> yeah, apparently, have, he was like not I, nice I to her or that. something. I have that as well. Um, and it's interesting that you said what you did because I'm going to read this note that I have. Please, I understand the Harrison Ford appeal. I'd let him shame fuck me in the dark. <laughs> Yeah, and I never noticed, and apparently it's an iconic thing, that uh, chin scar. 
yeah, I, I've noticed it as an adult, but forgot about it. So when I saw it for the first time in this movie, it was more alarming to me. And I don't know uh-huh. why, because I've seen Harrison Ford and things. I, it just never registered with me. So I looked it up. And it's been like written into roles, like Indiana Jones. Do you know why he? Yes. Has it? He, uh, dog? Is it a dog thing? No, he was driving to his job in his Ford, and uh, he was distracted by a seatbelt he was trying to put on while he was driving, and he hit something, and I can't remember what he hit, and his chin went into the steering wheel. He didn't think to uh, fasten that safety belt before he took off in his car? No, he did and then his price was to hit something and bust his chin open. So what I have here about that little affair that I guess uh, came out in Carrie Fisher's memoir. Yeah, much later in life. Much later in life. So he was 33 years old, Harrison, when he did this movie. Really? He was married wow. to his first wife. With whom he had two children. Okay. Carrie Fisher was 19. Oh, young little piece for Harrison. They had an affair. Yeah. But it never developed into anything more. But I guess that there was still always kind of like a fondness for each other. But that never like, you know. Well, of course she's going to be fond for him. He's handsome. He's charismatic. (laughs) And she's 19. (laughs) Yeah. So she also, I think that their chemistry was interesting, um, but odd in the part I, I think it was showcased weirdly in this movie when they were in the classic scene where they're in like the trash compactor mm-hmm. thing and the walls are closing in and he keeps just like pulling her up and picking her up and telling her to like get on top and she's like struggling yeah it's kind of like a weird power thing oh to me huh. that it's like i understand he's trying to help get her on top. <laughs> but he's also like it's almost like he's trying to teach her to be physically tougher or something like he's like guiding her in a tough way but it it just seems really kind of rough because he almost kind of like manhandles her and he keeps just like pulling her up by her hips he's giving her like he's giving her an example of what it could be later i'm a little rough around the edges girl a little rough but it almost seems like he's just like you have the brains but you need some brawn yeah and he's just definitely likes her i mean they make that very clear he's got a thing going on especially at the end because when she's uh awarding them more of her focus her focus isn't on him as much because he like winks at her and she doesn't smile at him as much as she did at luke yeah and it's more him seeming infatuated with her oh yeah because he's someone is with a strong of personality as him is not gonna like a weak person he's gonna also need another strong personality oh andy's also got because he says earlier in the movies like do you think a or a high upper like her could go for a guy like me and Luke shuts him down really quick because in this movie they're not it's not guaranteed they're brother and sister yet so you're kind of getting the vibe that they're both kind of crushing on her yes but it's also I think way more obvious that Luke has a crush on her oh yeah because he is <laughs> yeah that scene when he uh also gets clearly unexperienced the- and has no uh real like he's not smooth about it he's not smooth and that's funny because later after like the movies have been made uh, maybe in like the late 80s they're asking mark hamill about it he's like the only other girl in the solar system is leia and she's my sister (laughs) i can't even do anything but i don't remember what i was gonna say god damn it well i think also her appeal in him is that a lot of times a strong woman doesn't always necessarily want a super strong man Mm-hmm. So a lot of times she's going to choose someone who is maybe a little more sensitive we'll and thoughtful and... 
um, but also can fight and can do what yeah. he needs to do. So it, it makes sense that she would have a little bit of a crush on him and that her being such a strong-minded person would like would see like an innocence in him, but see him trying to be better and stronger, and she would find that appealing. And likes his devotion to the rebellion at this point, and mm-hmm. likes his like, no, we've got to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> another thing I was going to say about Han Solo and having a crush on her too is, yes, he does want a strong woman. Yes, he's attracted to that strong thing, and that's probably what he requires in a relationship. But as they're well. also just trying a little women. Uh, th- well, that too, but. He's also sees himself as sort of scum. He's just I'm just a runner. I'm a smuggler. So like I think I'm a cab driver. I think at the same time he's also like, well, I don't even deserve her. Like I'm kind of a piece of shit. So like she's like an ultimate prize. So like yeah, she is the ultimate prize. Yes, I want a strong woman, but why do I deserve her? I'm just this. But god damn it, I want her. And every once in a while she gives me this look that I swear she wants it too. (laughs) Princess Peach. Princess Peach, which they do. That's who Adam Driver is in the future Princess ones. Peach? It's Princess Peach, <laughs> who is the son of uh, Princess Leia and Han Peach. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, Han Solo and Leia have children, and or at least one child, and that's Adam Driver, whose uncle then would be Darth Vader, which is why he has Darth Vader's helmet. That would be his grandfather. Yes, that's what I meant. Yeah, that's exactly what I meant. Um, so just a few things, because um, we're not going to really talk much about this, but stormtroopers cannot uh, shoot for shit, and apparently that's a thing. That's but that's a, something that I I brought up uh, yeah, while I'm watching it the I'm first so glad time. You picked up on it because it's funny in the earlier and when <laughs> Obi Wan's literally like, "It's the precision of a stormtrooper," and you're like, "Stormtroopers have no precision whatsoever this is odd to me because yeah if they are supposed to be working for like the almighty powerful dark lord uh (laughs) satan vader then the empire yes yes why are they all doofuses easy to fool (laughs) and um just horrible shots but at least they have like nice little spots on their uniform for their tits they have like uniform yeah yeah, uniform pecs definitely have you it's called the batman trick you put it in the suit and it looks like you've got pecs yeah those are square though (laughs) definitely square it doesn't really work pectorally but kind of it's just like look at me so the movie reason is just we can't have our main people be hit and we just need action obviously now Later, because they need to explain everything in the Star Wars world, because Star Wars fans are obsessed with it, and they know everything, there is a canon reason why they never fucking hit anything. And that's because the helmets suck. They can't see it out of them. The Empire is kind of stupid in that. They they care more about the aesthetic of the helmet than what the helmet actually does for them. What the helmet? Yeah, what the helmet indeed. <laughs> so that's the explanation for the bad shot. Um, at some point, all stormtroopers or clone or clones, as they're called at one point, are made from the same person. They're all clones, and they all look exactly the same under the helmet. Now, by the time in this movie, that's not the case anymore. More stormtroopers are just people that they've either stolen from their home or, like, if you've just been raised in the Empire and you just think, like, you know, I'm just joining the army, basically, is like, what a stormtrooper is. Like Goombas like goombas there's so many uh 
just close there's a lot of closeness in the story of mario Absolutely. and star wars Which, by the way is playing in our local theater i kind of want to see it saving a princess apparently they made a lot of money this weekend mm. it was a successful movie uh, I, I don't know if it's been if it's good or not so i don't know what you have left to say oh, i, I do have some stormtroopers and their doofness this uh, is I a think... long fucking episode <laughs> it feels not long. really it feels normal that's for a movie episode it's getting kind of short um I just think, too, that they're just uninformed. They're the low lifes. They don't know anything. I mean, there's sections here where C-3PO and R2-D2 are clearly the androids that were, like, being looked for, but they're so uneducated and not told what to look for that they're they just like... able to fool them? They're just like, oh, we're going to go over here if that's all right, and that Stormtrooper's like, okay, I don't know who the fuck you are anyway. Get out of here. And also later when it's just like they were looking for them and they hear... Uh, C-3PO like in like a closet or yeah whatever. that's what I'm talking about and, and he's like he's like uh, my friend here R2-D2 needs some cleaning and oh, some no, maintenance not that part it's later when they're like looking the stormtroopers are looking for them and those two are just kind of hiding and then they open it and they're like I think they went oh, in yeah, there yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like they're fu- they're a part of them uh-huh, and you just like exactly. there's but, just too easy to fool and the section I'm talking about happens right after that they just saw them and they were like I think they went that way, and then and then those stormtroopers leave to go hunt him, and then they walk oh, up to that next stormtrooper, right. and he's like, "My fellow here needs some maintenance." Yeah, and then that's he's right. like, "All right, get the fuck out of here. I don't care." It's like, I think that is just there's so many people on that Death Star that they're just they're just not getting all the information. Everybody. So speaking of Harrison Ford, what is your opinion on his tiny shirt collar? Gorgeous. I never didn't care about it at all. I didn't even notice it. You never noticed. Too busy looking at that beautiful hair. Unusual. I'm too busy looking at those lips. He actually surprised me. Nice lips. He has some nice lips. Like JTT had some nice lips. As I get older and I watch older stuff, I'm like, oh yeah, I now understand why people had an appeal. I think when you're younger and you see things from the 70s and stuff, you're like, I don't get it. Like I never thought Jamie Lee Curtis was attractive until I got in my 30s and I was like, oh, I see it. I now see it. <laughs> I get it. And I'm more comfortable with like, I said the other day, I don't know what a pretty man is, but I, when I see one, you that know, I, that to me is appealing. I know. And I can say, I don't know what I, I don't know how to explain it to you. Like I like a strong chin. It's just like, I can look at somebody and be like, handsome man. God damn. Like when I saw Devin, saw Devin saw one, I was like, fuck. <laughs> you lucky bastard. <laughs> and way more handsome as an adult than he was as a teen. Oh, for sure. He was kind of like, he was just a classic 90s scuzzy. boy. Yeah, he get, it became scuzzy. Yeah. But not when he was like younger than that and was in a few movies. Casper? Casper and Now and Then, mm. which was the now Michelle Posse. Can I get a shot no. of Devin Sawa <laughs> movie? Um, so I have just some off the cuff kind of notes here that okay. are kind of negative that I made the first All time, right. um, but not necessarily, but they're just kind of, uh, it's not about any specific characters. It's just some, I guess, critiques on the movie itself. Um, I think the score itself makes it sound comedic. Hmm. I think, cause I think it kind of sticks to the whole, uh, thing with it being kind of like a kid movie it's got a real big like hero save the princess kind of sound to it yes almost almost like uh medieval at points <clears throat> like you could see a knights and that's basically what the story is it's knights in, in princesses in space i mean for a minute there they were gonna have swords but then he was like wait a minute we're in space let's have laser swords instead 
So it, it's weird how space to... looked like 1977 in the past <laughs> and just never progressed it's past a different, that. Different part of the galaxy. Um, That's true. I keep I make keep making comparisons to Earth, uh, but it's a galaxy. Uh, ha, it's ha, a right. galaxy far away. All right. Um, the ADR in this movie is pretty ridiculous, but I also understand that when you are filming with film and not digitally, like currently, it's a different process and it costs money. And not that things don't cost money for the amount of days that they're filming it, but there's a difference in uh, using film that can't be reused. True. So uh, I have that. Um, <laughs> I don't think that I agree with this comment at this part but i still want to say it because it's funny to me uh this was made for kids because kids are dumb (laughs) Uh, the transitions look like this was cut for television to me i think there are really side wipes and stuff like that yeah i don't know if that was in the originals or not that may have been an added thing that they got from like episode one through three Maybe just regular ones where they just go to the next scene. I know one for sure was added with one of the big animals walking by or whatever the fuck it was. Oh, when they had like all the weird like tauntauns and stuff walking in the background and the the little levitating car is coming up with uh, Luke and all the droids in it. Which, by the way, I liked that levitating car thing. Oh, yeah. And then a big fucking thing walks by the screen to transition from the digital shot to the original shot. And it looks fucking terrible. You re- your brain goes, something's weird here. Why are they doing this? Why is it being obstructed in the whole view all of a sudden? There are just kind of hard cuts. And I don't know if that has something to do with just how things were done at the time versus now. But the transition shots just seem more uh, just big. And like it would be a fine time to cut something <laughs> for commercials. Um <clears throat> And this one, I don't, I also don't agree with anymore, but, um, I, but the fact that this was interesting or the fact that anyone was interested in more of this is beyond me, (laughs) uh, regarding it becoming such a big thing, which I don't think that that's necessarily true. I understand enjoying it because you're younger or because you've not seen anything like this before. And people were so into space at that time. Yeah, that's true. Uh, space was just enormous. People were going to space. Uh, just and, more frequently. And people and, had never seen effects like this before. No. So I this understand that. I understand wanting more. I do, uh, just from my perspective, I wouldn't be interested in all of the things that are out there. It does seem highly saturated. It's very highly saturated. And that can be a complaint in the Star Wars community. Some people can't get enough and they want it all. That's fine. But some people are like, dude, Star Wars was special because like, for a minute there, we didn't think we were getting anything else. And then when we got episodes one through three, we were like, holy shit, I can't believe it. Mm-hmm. And then when then, well, then a lot of people were let down. And then seven, eight, nine come out and you're just like, okay, all right. And then show after show after show after show. And you're just like, all right. And then side movies where you're like constructing the Death Star between the films one and two. And you're just like, Jesus Christ. Is that Christ. necessary? It happens. That's what Rogue One is, I believe. Oh, what is... Because at the end of this one, obviously, the Death Star gets blown up. And then in The Empire Strikes Back, they're building a new and better Death Star. So Rogue One, I'm pretty sure, I might be getting this wrong, is in between those two movies. The actual starting of the new construction of the Death Star. Which, by the way, the blowing up of the Death Star, I think, looks great. 
I don't know if it's been added digitally stuff, but I love those old looks where it has like that giant ring that comes out and it blows up. But I do think that this movie, and I've always thought this, has a problem where it feels like two endings. Okay. So like when Obi-Wan and the Darth Vader stuff is happening, that in my body feels like the end. Okay. For some reason. And then it adds on, now we've got to go and figure out the Death Star plans and figure out where the thermal port is to shoot those photon lasers or whatever they are into and figure out the end. So I never think about the end of this movie. I always basically ends when Obi-Wan gets killed, and I don't know why. It just seems like that should all correlate as one thing. Like, Obi-Wan should have almost lived until the end, but it wouldn't have made sense. He wouldn't have been hit with the lightsaber, but I've always had this like, had two-ending feel. And also, I assume yeah, for the future, be. it has to be Darth. Especially. And they didn't know about the future, but if Obi-Wan hadn't killed, or Darth hadn't killed Obi-Wan, there's like so much storyline that couldn't have happened. They didn't know about it, but I also think that people who write films open, or leave things kind of open mm-hmm. with the idea that either we might want to take this somewhere, or yeah. you with your imagination can yeah. take this somewhere else, instead yeah. of always just putting a finite ending and on And sometimes things. you have to think about the story before and after in order to understand the motivation of the current movie you're working on. Even if it's going to be the only movie you made, you have to think about how did they get here and where is it going to go to understand their emotional reaction at the time. Motivation. No Star Wars. No Star Wars. But that's all I've got to say about it. I mean, there's not much to understand. There's not much to talk about. There's such a huge fan base for this. I don't need to explain this movie to anybody. I'm sure most people have seen this movie. So... I don't have anything else to say about it. I thought we talked about it pretty extensively. Mm-hmm. While not really discussing detail, plot details, which is my preference, baby. No, it's if you know the story of the story of Mario, the story of Mario, Stario. um, then you probably can understand the story of this. Yes, relatively easily. Oh, it's such like a night. We have to sh- save the princess like from the bad a, guy. Yeah, it's such a that story. There's even a scene where he swings from a rope. Mm-hmm. Like that's in every hero story yeah, and from that's when early he gets, days. Yeah, that's like Pitfall. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's when Leia kisses him on the. Oh, I'm sorry. As the guy says in the movie, Leah. That's when Princess <laughs> Leah kisses him on the cheek. That guy looks great in character actory too. That says Princess Leah. There's just so many good characters. Yes. Well, with that in mind, I, 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 I assume that we are at the point of the podcast where it's time to go over some. Things that will provide us with more information that you're probably not interested in, but we're going to give it to you because that's what we do. We talk, talk, talk. Questions. I say welcome to the galaxy. Welcome to the galaxy, the Empire. The Empire's in the galaxies and the space and the shooting of the lasers. We are shooting lasers. Give me questions or I'll shoot you with the laser. I'll shoot you with the laser. I said, give me questions. Give me the answers. I'm stupid. Hello there. Star Wars. Obi-Wan. I haven't gone by that name in a long time. Sam? Yeah. (laughs) Why in the... uh, I know why, but why did you choose this? I chose this because I know you hadn't seen it. And I I enjoy these films. And it's just one of... It's such a big fucking thing out there. That's just like... It's time for you to see at least a Star Wars movie. And uh, I just wanted to be the guy responsible for that. And I know we've got some uh, fans of this show that 
for Star Wars fans. <laughs> yeah, there's some fucking nerds listening to this so thing. So I would love. I was. I was excited for them to hear your opinion and your take on these things because they think you're funny. And it could, posh. Like Tom, this is one of his favorite things. So he would love to hear you shit all over it. I don't think that's usually how people <laughs> want things that they love to be treated. <laughs> I think that usually makes them it. sad. Um, so, yeah, suggesting that someone I know listen to an episode of an artist who <laughs> she absolutely <laughs> loves, who I am not nice to at all. I even went back and like started the episode and listened to a little bit of it. You are losing so much hair lately. It's insane. Um, Shut up. Your hair is absolutely fucking everywhere all the time. Um, yeah, to, to tell someone like, hey, I know you love this person and I'm awful to them. You should listen to this episode. <laughs> it's just weird. Um, so uh, what do you think I thought? When you gave this to me, obviously you saw my reaction. People got to hear it at the end of the last episode. Yeah, I know your reaction and stuff, but I wasn't sure how much of it is for play and how like worried you actually were. Uh, I knew I knew you weren't going to like this, and I knew it wasn't up your back no matter what. I thought maybe you might see some insights and go, ah, not as bad as I thought it was going to be. But I truly didn't know, even from your reaction, like... How much of this is played up? Is she truly dreading this? I was not sure. So my judgment prior to listening to this, there was some dread because I I would have been fine going through my life never having seen this, I will say, is kind of like a final uh, overall rating. Um, and I kind of felt that I, I knew that was going to happen because, like I said, I've seen parts of this movie and it has never drawn me in. So I didn't expect to like it, but I also wasn't, I, I had a feeling that this was going to come sometime, but when I th- wonder what you're going to give me, we've been mostly doing music for a bit now. So, and we usually do music more than movies anyway. So I yes. just, I didn't see it coming. So to me, it was surprising because I forgot about it. Oh, I could tell you were surprised. And I, I knew it was going to be a surprise. And I, like you said, there's kind of, it was it was almost like a little badge of honor to not ever having seen it. And then now I'm just one of you guys. <laughs> welcome, welcome, one of us, one of what us. What if God was Jabba the Hutt? <laughs> then Han Solo would step on his tail and, and he would And then we go. would hear thunder. <laughs> Because they'd be playing a game. Bowling? They'd be bowling quite. Bowling, bowling in them clouds. The Imagine the size of the bowling ball God would have to have. That's at least a 17-pounder. <laughs> that was for my bowling folks out there. <laughs> uh, do you think that he uses World Trade Centers as the pins? Ah! <laughs> As soon as you said, do you think he uses World Trade Centers? I knew exactly where it was going. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. All right. So uh, we watched it. Let's tw- kill Jesus. Let's kill Jesus. <laughs> Happy Easter, Bunny. So um, watched it twice. Least favorite character. Oh, shit. Uh, Did you think about this? Cause I if, actually know. If we- it scared me there for a second, but I know. Oh, you're frightened. My least favorite character is Luke Skywalker. Okay. I'm not considering the auxiliary people, really. I'm using the main characters here, because I could be like, I don't know, his aunt. Ha 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 ha. But she's not in it. So I'm going Luke Skywalker is my least favorite. I don't hate him. It's just when I think of Star Wars, I think of six other fucking people before I think of Luke Skywalker. Okay. Um, 
<laughs> because I like the evil guys. <laughs> My note, and I don't re- honestly remember if I wrote this on the first watch or I think I may have put this because we we watched it twice, but we watched it one full time and then we watched it again after a long day, but we only got halfway through it and then we finished the second half today before doing this. Um and I'm not sure if it was the beginning of the second watch or during the first, but I I I decided this and I think I'm going to stick with it that even though I think that Han Solo Burger is a dick and uh-huh. he has like a cockiness to him, I think he's r- important and I think that he has good intent. So for me, my least favorite character since I would I guess for some reason, when I was watching it at the time, I thought Han Solo was just such an asshole. Uh-huh. But uh, I, Jabba the Hutt fucking sucks, man. Ah, he does. He does suck. Wow, and, I never even thought of him as a character. And doesn't you could doesn't he like enslave Leia later? Later, yeah, he does. Yeah, so fuck that That's asshole. When she gets in that sexy slave Leia. Costume. Yeah, but aren't you supposed? <laughs> do you? I mean, if uh, did he do things do you think to he Leia? Uh, I don't think that's ever insinuated. Now, can you find hentai porn of that? I'm sure you can. Disgusting. <laughs> they, they probably just look like Americans. Speaking of Han, oh uh, well. But yeah, Jabba the Hutt is my least favorite character because to me, which I'm sure he, I mean, he helps in the story, but like, he also just isn't as important. He's, he's, to me, he just doesn't represent the main parts of the story. So I could do without him and he makes bad graphics happen around him. I was going to say. So he's he's responsible for bad things. Exactly. Exactly. But uh, uh, you brought up Han Solo too and like you thought he was an asshole at first but then you know you kind of I wanted to bring it up when we were talking about Han Solo. That scene where he's like, oh, Luke, go take care of this. And then he gets on the intercom and he's like, ah, oh, everything's fine up here. Uh, don't don't come up here. That scene is genuinely funny and charming. And you're just like, that's... He's just a regular guy. That's where Harrison Ford's got it. He's bringing it to the screen. He's acting normal. He's obviously not normal because he's Harrison Ford. But he's like Harrison Ford. It's Harrison Ford. But he makes you just like... It's just appealing that whole scene, and then he's just like, "Ah, fuck it!" <laughs> Shoots it. Like, yeah, it just always ends up being shot. Thanks, just shoot him. Yeah, because he also just shot him. when they were in that trash compactor room, and then they're like, "Don't do it!" And <laughs> hey, he you did. fucking idiot! And then the laser beam just ricocheted off of everything Which everywhere. Is, it's just funny because before Luke, the poop monster pulled Luke <laughs> under the water, <laughs> and Luke says after he shoots that, he's like, "I already tried that, you idiot!" It's like. Oh, so he's an idiot, but you already tried this? We just missed the scene where you also shot the wall and the laser went back and forth. And how did everyone miss that and think that it was going to work a second time? It doesn't even make any sense. Uh, most favorite character. My most favorite character. Um, you would think I'm going to say Darth Vader, obviously, right? I don't. I actually think you're going to say the opposite. Uh, who's, who do you think I'm going to say? I think you might go with Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan is... Because you want to fuck him. Okay. Obi-Wan, I, I'm sorry, I, you I want do him love, to fuck you. I do love Alec Guinness in this movie, and I think Obi-Wan is great, but Darth Vader I would have chosen over Obi-Wan. I'm actually going above all of that to the head of the Death Star. I think my favorite character in this whole movie and the guy who had the best acting and the most intriguing is fucking Grand Moff Tarkin. Peter Grand Cushing Moff! himself. See, he was a dullard to me. So that's really, I think he's great. Interpretation is everything, and that's interesting because to me, he didn't stand out. I mean, his face was very 
prominent. That's the thing. He never really stood out to me before these wa- watching this this time. But I looked at him this time, and his whole character is like, he's pompous, he's in charge, and he knows it. But I also think he knows that he might have too much to handle. He might not be doing things exactly. He, he, I think he doubts himself. Because like, there's parts where they're like, should we pull back? And he's like, in our grand triumph? And like, if you're really confident in yourself, you'd be like, maybe we do need to do this. Maybe we weren't as good as we were. As we thought we were, but he seems to be like overconfident the whole time, and I just the way he commands. And the you screen, connect to overconfidence, uh, maybe sometimes, yeah. But I think the way he just commands the screen the whole time, and his face—I just Peter Cushing, his face is so iconic as Grand Moff Tarkin, as Grand Moff Tarkin, as Cheeseburger. They, are, they face. have uh, later in Star Wars things <clears throat> digitized his face in to get our Grand Moff Tarkin back. I understand he's not in the movie that much and he gets killed on the Death Star really fast, but I did watch a Peter Cushing interview about him talking on this movie and he's like, he, they're like, how was the movie? He goes, look at my feet. And he like shows how big his fucking feet are, which means he probably had a giant cock too. But And he's like, they gave me some standard boots on the first day that didn't fit and I was miserable, truly miserable. And I told George, can you... I don't want all close-ups, but can you shoot me from the like knees up or waist up so I don't have to wear these boots? And he said, sure. So for the rest of those Grand Moff Tarkin scenes where he's acting all authoritative and like in your face. Tennis shoes? He's wearing slippers. <laughs> oh, even better. <laughs> yeah, like cushy, comfortable slippers. <laughs> what, a, what a skeletal sex bomb he is, huh? I think he probably had a hog if he's had feet that big. I would never think to choose him because I feel like that is the type of character that you choose when you've seen the movie many times. When you've only seen the movie as few times as I have, yeah. you're focusing on the main characters Absolutely. and I you're mean, trying to understand what's going on. I did say, like, this is the first time I really connected to him. I was like, wait, I'm seeing things in Grandma Tarkin that I've never seen before. I'm not going to be able to say that normally from now on. You are welcome. Um, for me... My most favorite character, I also uh, didn't choose this today, but I'm sticking with it because there's just something about him. Him, huh? That's undeniable. Well, there's Harrison one Ford? female, and it's it's not Leia. She's not my favorite character, even though I grew more respect for her on the second watch than the first. Um, and the same for Han Solo, but he can't be second in line for my least favorite character, <laughs> or at one point, um, but be my favorite surprisingly obi don juan kenobi ended up being my favorite he's wise he has a nice accent he goes gorgeous accent he goes to scare the ewoks away (laughs) i think they call that a great dragon call i might be wrong about that but and honestly i things definitely change when you get older and your perspectives and how you see people change um (laughs) I'd also let him shame fuck me in a dark room. <laughs> That's funny. He's not a bad looking older man. Have you seen him when he was younger? <clears throat> no, I haven't. But I also, I think that he represents what's good and what people are supposed to kind of like strive for, even though there's an obvious pull of like good and evil, which I think probably happens more as it goes on. What do you think about that guy? Less attractive? Uh, less attractive. He is going to tell me that if I come home late, uh, past <laughs> curfew one more time, 
He's going to uh, <laughs> brand me. Yeah, he looks like he counts the toilet paper squares. He looks authoritative, but then I think as an old man, as Obi-Wan, he just looks like peaceful and calm, but also like uh, powerful. And I just I just kind of like the way he he has a confidence without ever seeming cocky. Yeah. Yep, and yep, I yep. think that there is a lot of confidence that comes across as cocky in the movie from a lot of the characters, from most of the characters, because Han Solo for sure, Leia. Uh, Darth is a fucking Luke. dick. Oh, he's cocky as shit. <clears throat> and then Luke's just like a little boy. But even, even like there was some like there's a strong personality in his uncle, in yeah. Luke's uncle. So yeah. like there's just a lot of of uh, the people in charge. That fucking skeletal cheekbone. I'm off Tarkin. Yes. Uh, so he was the first one who was clearly powerful without having to get nasty about it. He's so confident in himself and his skills that he is peaceful. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's just like, oh, I, I know how badass I am. I, I'm fine. Until he has a lightsaber in his hand. Because goes, that is the yeah. only time where yeah. you, you can see in, in the beginning in his face, he's like confident. But then I don't know if it's like an acceptance that it's time to end this. And I've kind of like enjoyed this form. Yeah. Uh, but he looks like he loses that confidence right before he gets... Lightsaber in the neck. Luke, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna be one with the force, and then I'll talk to you at a spaceship. In a voice that sounds absolutely nothing like the actor. I sound exactly like him. Oh man, (laughs) (laughs) that morphed just like my voices. What do you mean? (laughs) I don't know what you mean. I sound exactly like Alakinus. So we are technically finished with the questions. We are finished with the uh, Star Wars. We are. You did it, Michelle. You did it. And you gave me something that I had never seen. So I am definitely going to be giving you something that I know that you have never listened to. Okay. Um, I think that you are... I, I don't need to preface this with anything. Slay it on me. Hit, hit, hit me in the face with it. We are going to be listening to an album called Yourself or Someone Like You. Do not Which know is this. the debut album from the band... Matchbox 20. Oh, okay. Oh, that's Rob Thomas, right? Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to get smooth th- with this. It's 3 a.m. and he must be lonely. <laughs> I must be lonely. Be lonely. So, yeah, we're going to... What else did they have? They had a lot. There were five singles from this album. I so thought this, so. It was this a big hit. ended up being a pretty popular album, so... Okay, before we leave, we've got Wayne laying directly in the sun in front of the door. We've got Paul behind him looking himself in the sun. Mm-hmm. And we have Oliver, the rock and roll cat, hanging out In the kitchen in the, in the window. Do we give Oliver the rock and roll cat readings on movies? Oh, yeah. I guess I didn't... Wait, did I finish the questions? I thought I did. I know I didn't give my rating. And I know I didn't get a rating out of oh, you. Oh, God, no. Okay, I guess I just dropped off after that. Um, How old were you when you first watched this? The first Star Wars, probably 11, 12, somewhere around there. Did you like it? Did you love it? Did you want some more of it? I liked it. It grew on me later. It grows on me. The next movie, Empire Strikes Back, is my favorite. And that's the one that really got me into like, oh, yeah, this shit rules. Well, then that that movie's way more adult too, and then they the, the Return of the Jedi goes back to like kid style. Well, this feels silly because I assume most people have seen it, but you did also say earlier that you think that people should know the story. Uh, would you recommend this movie today? 
I'd recommend the Star Wars series to people, for sure. Oh, the whole series, not just this movie. Well, I mean... You don't think people should stop with this? No, I don't, because I'm my f- the next one is the best one, in my opinion. So <laughs> next I think, one is I the think best you one? need... The, like, I almost just had you watch Empire Strikes Back, because it's, like, the best one, in my opinion. Would I but, need the but story you, But you wouldn't have one? understood anything, and I know we've got a podcast that I can wait a few months and give you that movie again anyway. I got the joy, 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 joy <laughs> down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart. I got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart to, to stay. stay. And if the devil doesn't like it, he can sit on attack. Ouch. <laughs> That's what they say, right? Yes. I only know that because of the Simpsons. <laughs> I didn't know if you would know that song or not since you were not oh, a church going Rod boy. and Todd, Flanders Boys. Oh. They sing. That's the only fucking. Okay, I think I remember that now. That's why I was doing it in Rod and Todd voices. Ouch! (laughs) So I would never choose to watch this or another Star Wars movie again because it's just not for me. If you like it, that's fine. I don't think it's fair to say that it sucks, but I don't think that it's good. Um, But I don't exceed expectations. No. Okay. Was it as bad as you thought it was going to be? I don't know how to answer that. Were you as miserable as you thought you were going to be? No. Okay. I, but I didn't. I didn't like it. I never thought you'd like it. But I. I don't. I. Uh, I think. Can I, you I see, see the appeal for other people? I see the appeal appeal more for children. I see this being something that you watch like Hocus Pocus when you're a kid. Yeah. Um. But that adults watching it like later in life and like looking back on it and watching it, they're probably not going to like it because it just doesn't feel like it's for them. And that is not the case at all. And I don't know that everyone feels that way, but that's how I feel. But, Everyone that liked it as a kid, as an adult, is still obsessed with it and have devoted their life to it. <laughs> well, that's kind of far. <laughs> I know, but it happens. Um, I watched a, movie, a scene yesterday, and this 50-year-old guy's like, I'm 50, and I'm crying about Star I'm Wars. 50? <laughs> so. Stretch, kick, stretch. Ow! Uh, I, rating this 0 out of 10, all over the rock and roll and movie-watching cat... Um, <laughs> I would give this a uh, God. Do you have a rating in mind? I do. Okay, go first. I'll go a solid six and a half because I know where the story goes and I know where it can be. There's better Star Wars. I think this is still important, but in the scheme of things, in the scheme of the world of movies, six and a half. I've seen worse things, but. I did not gain any, like I said, this did not spark any interest in me to do anything else or like get any further with this. You did not want to watch the second one. <laughs> no, I don't want to ever watch any of these again. Um, but I'm, I'm going to say three for me. Okay. I don't think it's a one. It's not the worst thing I've ever seen, but I'm going to say three. Cool. So now I think we're actually officially done. With well, questions. now it's describing the ah, movie in one word because I did things all out of order and I gave you the next thing before we finished the questions like a dill hole. All right, I've got my word. Go for it. Force. <laughs> I'm going to say... Jesus fucking Christ. Um, that was three words. That was not what I was saying. That's why it was whispered <laughs> under my breath. I am going to say um, 
fuck, I had something until you said that. I was getting ready to say it and I forgot because I have a hard time with memory because I do things. Um, <laughs> Shit. <laughs> no, I'm just going to say cheap. Okay. It looks cheap to me. I think the costumes, like I think the Stormtrooper costumes look awful especially when luke is wearing it and it shows like his legs yeah when the like shit monster is swimming around his legs and before it pulls him under and it looks like it's made out of pvc pipe it looks might be pvc (laughs) for sure so it just just uh, me which is a look that pervades the entire star wars series yeah (laughs) cheap is what I say. But it's also the first movie, and yeah. the success of this got them way more money oh, to make yeah. more. So oh, yeah. it makes sense. Even though it wasn't cheap to make. You said it was like $11 million. Yes, but still, the way it pulled in. It's still not Totally cheap. worth it. To- totally fucking worth it. I wonder it, what that would translate to today. Billions off this storyline. Billions. Billions. So I already gave you Matchbox 20 debut yep. album. Yep. So I think we're actually done with the episode. We are. We're finally finished. We are finally finished. I was just ready to get this over with, so I just jumped (laughs) in the future and forgot that there are a whole bunch more questions that you probably don't care to have the answers to, but you're welcome. You're welcome. All right. We're going to get out of here. I can't wait to listen to some Matchbox 20 and get down to that 90s groove, baby. I'm going to flash back to middle school hard. (laughs) All right. Can't wait till we do Empire Strikes Back. Thank you everyone for listening. Tell your friends that we do a podcast. Maybe you'll see video from this. I fucking hate doing it. First, you should make some friends, losers. Yeah, you fucking losers. Why am I alienating the <laughs> handful of people in life that like me? I don't know. I'm just kidding. But I, you have to try the force. Luke. If I could give you all a hug, I would. I wouldn't, but I would teach you all how to use the force. Hello there. I'd like that Obi-Wan would. Would you like me to get an Obi-Wan costume? Pretend that I'm <laughs> Only if you whiten up your face, and I don't mean your skin, I mean your hair. Coming in, you see the mustache hairs? You do see, see it. But you've also white. always had strawberry blonde hair, so it doesn't look that much different. It also just looks kind of right. blonde. Song's almost over. We gotta get out of here. Alright. Bye. <laughs> Bye, everyone. It's the galaxy. Oh, oh, oh. Yes, hello there.